citizens to report for duty. I saw you apply to the Flirt Academy again. I'm your new wingman, sir. The coil. Local scum use it for cover to launch attacks. This is their turf, so move on. Keep your eyes open. No southern moves. Who the hell are you? We're OMC. And OMC belongs to Sato Khan. Is that your boss? Are we supposed to be scared of him or something? Yeah. The OMC aren't the only ones listening into comms. by Vandal forces. Repeat, we are under attack. Urban battles. Urban losses. Each and every one of you has proven yourself time and again. We will not lose the system. We will not fall back. And greetings, greetings. <laughs> and greetings, greetings. Welcome back to the Soul Citizens. I am Griffin Gaming RPG and Fast Cards giving away tech information during the show. <laughs> anyway, how's everybody doing? I hope you guys are doing well. Welcome back to another week of conversation. Um, I, once again, I'm Griffin Gaming RPG and I'm joined by an illustrious group today uh, as we go into 
the topic of Squadron 42. There's a lot of anticipation about Squadron 42. And um, today we're going to kind of hit the whole subject of Squadron 42 from a different perspective. And that's talking about the cast and the people who will be in Squadron 42 in the game. Um, much of it will be motion captured. A lot of it will be voice acting. A lot of these people will be people that maybe you're familiar with from films, television, motion picture. And then some of these people maybe just folks you've just never heard of before. So we want to kind of introduce you to those cast members tonight. But first, let me introduce you to the cast that's on the stage with us right now. We have a very special guest joining us. He hasn't been here in a little while, but we're happy to have him back all the way from Japan. He's up in some crazy hour, but he loves us and he's back. Shiver Bathory. Welcome back. How are you, my friend? Hello. It's hot. Make it bring winter. Is it, is it hot there? <laughs> what's what's the temperature been averaging there? 33 degrees Celsius. Ooh, uh, a little toasty. 85%. Yeah, a little toasty there. It's, we don't walk, we swim in the air now. It's it's that humid. <laughs> Have you been having like a stretch of it or has it just been just recent? This is just summer. Just, I mean, it's been, it's been hot all summer for you guys. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, wow. Winter here, they, they think um, 11 degrees above freezing is cold. It's cold. Here, like, this is T-shirt <laughs> weather. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. I don't know if you heard here in the States, Arizona has had over 30 days at over 110 degrees. They've exceeded up to 115 degrees Fahrenheit for several of those days. It's been just insane with the heat all over the place. But we're glad you That's are. So hopefully, right. hopefully you're in a nice, cool space right now while you're with us this morning. I hope so. Uh, but thank you for being here. Crazy air conditioner. Good. Good. Yeah, right. Good. Better, better to have that than not have it. All right. Well, thanks again. Mm -hmm. um, also with us today, our good friend, BBG, got, a, got sporting that Soul Citizens cap, which I'm digging. <laughs> and he obviously is in air conditioning because if it was hot, he wouldn't be wearing that, that skull cap. Mm -hmm. How are you, my friend? There 32 degrees Celsius outside, but I got to show and prove to make sure that people know that, you know, winter is coming. It's coming. Mm. You don't so, want to be in winter without this Soul Citizens cap. I love that. I hope, I hope that Fast Carter put the link in to make sure folks can get what they need to get. To get ready, right? So they can be ready. I got my shirt on too. So. You got your shirt on too? Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, we got a little tight shot. Oh, there it is. Okay. Oh, you got the big one. Oh, you got the big emblazoned one. Oh, my God. You totally tricked out with Soul Citizen tonight. Appreciate that. Good to see you, man. I'm, I'm glad you were able to get home safely. You told me you were making the mad drive home. So I'm glad I you made hustling. the one piece. I was hustling. I had to be here tonight. Okay. Greetings and salutations to everybody on Twitch and YouTube. And uh, yeah, I'm thankful to be here. It's going to be great. Okay. So they say you're a bit low. How about give us one more test there, BBG? Mic check one, two, one, two. All right. Yeah, he's a little soft. One more time, Doc. Mic check, mic check. There one, we go. Two, one, two. That should be a little bit better. Is that better, gang? Hopefully that's better. Thank you, uh, Admiral. All right. And last but not least, the one and the only FC Fast Cart. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well, and I'm representing Soul Citizen, too. You can see that. The, 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 the big blazing Soul Citizen on, 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 on my chest. So, yeah, I'm doing well. And I don't know the temperature, but I am good my ac and fan yeah i'm, I'm pretty good my my 15,000 btu fan oh, AC, AC, well, yeah that, that, if it was a fan it would be something else but no acu <laughs> so i'm good 
Okay. <laughs> and good. bring one nice. here in, in, in Boston. We had several days over, over 80. Mm -hmm. not, 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 that's not a heat wave, but for me, it's a heat wave because I'm not good at, good at over 80. So, yeah, mm. I'm fine. <laughs> well, I'm glad you are nice and cool and you've got your cool uh, Soul Citizen shirt on. And uh, we are going to get started. In fact, I'm glad Fast Card said that. We want you guys to make sure you get yourselves something to drink. The Nubifier. Nubifier, awesome. Thank you so much Thrakazog. for that sub. Oh, Thrakazog. I gave one. Up. Hooked him up. My mistake. Okay, well, Nubifier, it's good to see you here. And secondly, Thrakazog, as always, thank you. You're always a great supporter of our channel. We really appreciate you as always. Thank you. Um, let's see. Um, what was I saying? Oh. Uh, we are, as you guys saw, we opened up with the trailer from Squadron 42. There've been a couple of those trailers, but that one was one of the more detailed ones. We are going to tonight, uh, take you guys through, and some of you, we know you've seen it. It's maybe it's been a while. Maybe some of you just recently watched it because you're just drooling for Squadron 42. Uh, and maybe some of you have never seen it, but we are going to watch, uh, the, uh, the vertical slice that CIG presented with, uh, about, uh, Squadron 42. Now we're doing it partially to kind of refresh your memories about it. And we know that CIG is working very heavily with getting Squadron 42 out, but because we're going to be talking about the cast members that are going to be in Squadron 42, many of them are going to be in this vertical slice. And we want to be able so you can know when we say who they are, you'll see what character they're playing. So that's the reason why we're going to do that. So get yourself something to drink. This is a long vertical slice. It's almost an hour long. We're going to spend some time talking about it afterward just to give our thoughts. And then we're going to also talk about the cast members that are involved in this particular vertical slice. So without further and, and can, mm -hmm. can I just say before you, before you start the video, I've been waiting for Squadron 42 news and Citizen Con 2016. People who know, we'll get that reference. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. You have to put on that one I end, was a band. I yeah. was a band. Yeah. 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 That's, I guess that's true. There are people waiting for Squadron 42 since 2012, though, for that matter. So uh, at that least we do have this, because this was the vertical slice that, well, we wanted a vertical slice. It wasn't this one. We did get something a year later, but it, it wasn't right even up. this. It, still, it wasn't even this. We got yeah. the moral tour and that and still wasn't it. So anyway, let's go ahead and jump into this. Let's keep this, keep two things in mind here. This came out in 2017, 2018. What was it? 2018. 2018. 2018. So be aware that uh, this was to give us an idea of the direction that Squadron 42 was going in. Uh, we don't know if everything that's here is what's actually in the game. We do know some of it is because we've seen some other, the scenes at least. Whether the dialogue and the way the storyline goes, I, I don't know. So, but at least this gives us an idea of what they're thinking about in relation to Squadron 42. But they did put this out as the vertical slice for it. So we're going to jump into it without further ado. And let me change the page, get on the right page for this. Hope you guys got your drinks and your snacks and we're going to fire this up. So here we go. I'm going to keep audio up for us guys, just in case there's something that you want to say, but uh, be careful about being over dialogue.
I'm glad they don't make us crack our bones like that every time we get out of bed right now. It's too real. <laughs> Especially when you get old. I've been stressed never I've been stressed never hurt anybody. As long as you can cut those animations short, I like them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But if you're if you have right. to do them, remember, remember how long it took you to get into the ship? I know that's not really related, yeah, but yeah. They they've been they've been pretty minding the animation. I don't know what it is, but lately. Yes. Hopefully, those of you who own an Idris, this is giving you a little insight. Kitchen's a little smaller than the Javelin. The galley, I should say. Hello. I'm pliable. Don't bother with an Idris and give it to me. <laughs> yeah, pass them all. Pass them all over to Soul Citizens. <laughs> we'll help you out with that. These ships are still big, though. Oh, I made Ariana. I get that reference. Especially this season. Aiden Ariana. Sir, especially this if season. You're not too busy. I was wondering about the combat you saw during your last mission. What about it? Well, it's kind of funny. I'm a Marine, but I haven't actually seen any action yet. And here you are, a pilot, taking on outlaws face to face. Guess I'm just curious what it was like. Super fun. Just part of the job. I just try to focus on the task at hand and try to get through it without getting myself or anyone else counting on me hurt. That's what I'm worried about. Not even my own neck or anything. I just don't want to let anyone down. I'm starting to think that feeling never goes away. Good to know. Thanks for your time, sir. hoping for in the updated version of this is a marine on this side of the bridge as well mm. on either side of the elevator right. mm. does this dispel the idea of when i take my idris out by myself <laughs> right no Graham. no that, that ain't gonna happen <laughs> that that don't don't tell me those people who are lone wolves only in uh Towing and maintenance mode. Personnel on battleship rotations. I need you to send out schedule. Yeah, it's Gladestone. This is on 2017. These OMCs seem to be arriving pretty noisy. Let's load in a few more of the sweep trackers into the proxies. Standard boom. Lieutenant. 
Hi. Nice to meet you. My name is Lieutenant Valen, comms. Sorry, Lieutenant. Back to work. Stanton here, Chimera. Go for priority comm traffic. Lieutenant. Copy that, Chimera. Cap to Pavlor. You remember when this came out and we were all just sort of blown away by those animations and now they're just yep. they're mm -hmm. not as good as what we have now. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is 60 years ago. Yeah, we did a comparison between this and the Marvel tour and it was within a one-year difference, there was a huge difference in the animation. Oh, let's not start that ugly stone. <laughs> this goes back to the conversation we were having BBG about knowing your ship. Imagine being the engineer and having to know where all of the different component areas and stuff are. Yeah, no, it's when you. we see these videos that we begin to know the ship. When we walk the javelin, at least a portion of the javelin we can walk, we begin to know the ship, mm -hmm. and you realize how much of a challenge that's really going to be. Mm -hmm. right about the new alley layout. We should be able to have the pull on the filtration system. Lieutenant? That'll be a full, that'll be a full-time job. You need to get paid for that. Yeah, you can't. You wouldn't even just be able to have one engineer trying to run around with all with this ship. You need several. And that's if everything's going correctly, you know, what if there's fire in the main corridor and you've got right. to find another way around? It's true. Which of these tube is the closest? Yeah. And that's where I really do hear the community when they call for our Jeffrey's tubes on these bigger ships. It's a hydrofluid bath designed to keep the temperatures of the antimatter generators down. They come out the bath for too long. Ship. Those energy conduits are probably one of the more vital pieces of what we do. See, generating the power, now that's the easy part. The trouble is, getting the right amount of power to the right place at the right time without blowing everything up. Speaking of engineering, Basically, everything in here could blow the ship up. Uh, we should probably get a raise. Don't you have somewhere to be, Lieutenant? For those of you who never saw this before, they were, they were doing a running commentary over this at the time. So Chris Roberts was talking and, and Sean Tracy. I'm not Sean Tracy, um... Todd Pappy? Todd Pappy. And so that's why it may seem like it's a little quiet in certain areas. We decided to use the one without their commentary. I'm lost already. Now I was going to yeah, say, I took exactly. it lost to the software. That shouldn't be no good for me. More than capable of handling the situation. <laughs>
information. We've already dispatched the security forces, and I'm sure they'll find the Starfarer and... You misunderstand no me, Mr. Wexler. I wasn't seeking your approval on the matter. I was merely informing you of my intent out of courtesy. While your involvement is welcomed and strongly encouraged, it is entirely optional. Our involvement, however, is not. These OMC attacked a Navy ship in UEE space, and until the threat is neutralized, the Stanton will be remaining at Shubin, and we will be assisting in rescue operations. You're not listening, Captain. Shubin and her sellers are a very important company in the UEE. This is coming with many, many connections. I'm sure that High Command's gonna be very disappointed to hear this overprotective thuggery. Well, I look forward to hearing from them. Thank you for your time, Mr. Wexler. Well, you were right, Colton. That man is a complete ass. Why protest so hard against our help? Well, you'd be surprised. A lot of these distant stations see paying protection to various gangs as a standard cost of business. Wexler knows that with us here, we'll be forcing a fight. That means unknown risks. Which brings us back to the mission at hand. Care to join us, Lieutenant? The Stanton will be staying in this current position to offer protection to the civilians aboard Shubin Station while you do a full offensive sweep of the surrounding area to clear out any remaining OMC. Capture, if possible, but treat them as an extremely hostile threat. And the missing Starfarer? That will be your secondary objective. We've arranged your patrol in a search pattern around the wreck site. As soon as you clear the coil, I want you to contact Agent Trail. Hopefully we can find where the Starfarer could have headed after the attack. Webb, what's the word on scanner upgrades? Just finishing, sir. We should be better able to handle the interference from the coil now. Well done, Webb. Uh, hopefully that'll help you find the Starfarer and any outlaws still lurking out there. As soon as you're ready, I want you to launch and begin your sweep. Once the prisoners arrive aboard, we'll see if we can get any useful information out of them and keep you updated. Good luck, and dismissed. I better get down to the hangar then. Adjust my loadout. See you down there, kid. I wanted to say the mission briefing feels like a throwback to the 90s space game they used to play. But I've been meaning mm -hmm. to ask, how are you finding the Stanton so far? Fine. It's been good, sir. Glad to hear it. Stanton's a good place to start a career. She was my first posting, too. She's a hell of a ship, this one. Kelly said you performed well on your last mission. That's quite an auspicious start. Tell me about yourself. Do you have family? I do. Uh, yes, sir, I do. That's good. Having responsibilities outside the Navy helps ground your thinking inside of it. But be careful. Time is one of those funny things. The older you get, the faster it seems to go. Last time I saw my son, he was getting his equivalency. Next week, he's graduating college. I couldn't tell you where that time went. Point is, 
I know that you're trying to make a career for yourself. But don't let it get in the way of the rest of your life. That's good advice. You should do the same thing. Remember typing, type sure, lightly. thought about seeing him. That would be complicated. I've kept you too long. You're dismissed, Lieutenant. I just say I'm also glad that the, your character is voice and not silent like in many games. Mm-hmm. True, but also in like many games, I hope we get to choose from among some voices. Mm, yeah. Mm. I don't we'll know see. about that. We'll see. Yeah. Good to see you again, Lieutenant. Okay. I'm looking for some new gear. What can I get for you? Combat. Not sure, can't see it. Sure. <laughs> Ultiflex Fisk 8. 1055 carbon steel blade. Simple, durable, effective. Oh, that's in the game, that knife. You can pick it up! That'll come in handy in space fights. Folks use them in the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the ballistic pistol. I like the bottom one. Sure. The Gemini LH-86. Solid balance, a good choice for close quarters. But it does have a bit more kick than you'd expect. Give it to me with a telescopic sight and a, and a suppressor, too, right? <laughs> I want all that. Yeah, Gemini, I use that. Is that all? Come on, say it. Say it. You want an M41 <laughs> pulse rifle in. Yes, there it is! Say it! <laughs> hey, just what you see, pal. <laughs> Those who don't know that is a Terminator reference. I'm good. And it's also an alien reference at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a James Cameron reference. Lieutenant? I think you're going to spend 20 minutes trying to figure out how to get to the freaking hangar when you play this thing. Oh, 
I mean, I'm, I know they said there's no mini map, but I would appreciate a mini map, and maybe I'm in a minority. <laughs> no, there, there, there's signs on the walls that point you to stuff. Like when you go in the, uh, in the javelin now, they have little things to tell you where to go. Griffin, we're gamers. We don't read signs in the game. Well, you better start. <laughs> What'll be great? What'll be great though is going from literally being new on the ship and not really knowing to maybe your 30th or 40th mission and yeah, you're running around the ship. You get used to it, yeah. Like There's right. the janitor we kept hearing about. Best thing about everyone being at battle stations, lets me really clean without people getting in the way. Disgruntled employee. Comuchinous custodian. <laughs> hey, you got the, what, the alliteration there? Good going. I'm almost done here, kid. Just a few last tweaks. Hey, now that we've had a skirmish with the OMC and seen how they fly, you might want to make a few adjustments of your own. I love the music change here guys coming in never been in one of these it's nice not as nice as a bengal but nice move it oh come on clear out what no please omc's gonna have to teach you screw top some manners are you looking to start trouble always easier though she's trying to get a rise up did i get a rise out of you aldo that's enough let's go over there <laughs> Big one's coming out. No southern moves. Relax, son. I'm not in a hurry. Yeah. Ain't like we're gonna be here long. Ain't like they're gonna be here long. What did they feed that guy? <laughs> what the hell are you all going on about? It's very simple. We're OMC. And OMC belongs to Sato Khan. And so Khan doesn't like people messing with his things, you got me? Sato Khan? Is that your boss? Are we supposed to be scared of him or something? Yeah. Neuer, run up to the holding cells. Make sure everything's ready for us. I don't want to move them through the ship until we have to. Aye, sir. Vex, start the processing. Aye, sir. As for you three, you move one single muscle. I'm gonna give Trooper Braga here permission to make you regret it. With pleasure.
keep saying I want to see the stars of Spartan 42 at Citizen Con. I'm not sure I want to see that big guy up close and personal. I'm gonna walk up to you goes, OMC belongs to Sao Khan. <laughs> whatever you say, big guy, whatever you say. I like the idea of carrying your helmet. Mm -hmm. Feels very pilot authentic. Scanner. It should help you track down that missing ship. Fly safe. Because of where we are in our ship journey at the PU, we forget Look at all these support folks around just the launching of two gladiuses, right? Mm -hmm. I hope that same stuff that's required to launch them and maintain them in game will be required of us in the PU. Attention, ready deck crew. Those guys have got some dance moves. You didn't know, you didn't know the episode two is titled the Wiggler. Century Vogue. They are material people. So you think you're gonna have to whack those people in, in, in mm -hmm. the game natural like mm -hmm. that? Do you yeah. take off? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
There's a force field in place, uh, the Trovan. Mm-hmm. It's what the blue hue in there. Yep. Yeah, you can tell a 60-year-old old in that ship. It doesn't look like that anymore. Still a mess, but gotta admit it's better. Still work great uh, baseball, don't you, Griffin? I'm sorry. You still want space whales? No, I've never been big on the big space whales thing. Hmm. I think I think he meant space whales, <laughs> Welshmen from space. <laughs> Yeah, Joven. I was like that when we started the um, interviews in 2016. when that was real in the ships back in the day. Yeah. That zoom in, zoom mm -hmm. out. Scaling. I, I am really looking forward to not only the new star map, but all the implementations thereof. It'll be very interesting.
there's still this theme of the squadron leader or the flying, you know, in, in grouped things that come from the wing commander days that still exists even here. You know, it's not like you're being sent on a solo mission. You're partnered up to go out and do something. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to save as soon as the mission get the mission or before I get to my ship card. I'm trying to go for a no death of a wing commander um, playthrough. Mm. Well, you can say that if you're save scumming. <laughs> you gotta be a real hero. Don't save. That's when you. That's when you put the pressure on yourself. Yeah. No. Uh -uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'll have checkpoint saves in this for sure. Hmm. And it'll be interesting to see going from being led in a flight like this mm -hmm. to leading a flight mm -hmm. and what other commands might open up to you directions you can give to other other npcs or yeah i'm really looking forward to this type of stuff yeah where there's a lot of the storms, electrical things, and stuff like that. Yeah, man, you just know DIG is going to give us a lot of environmental things to look at. Mm -hmm. I mean, this, this was covered... Yeah, yeah, this was covered in the last ISC, talk about lightning and, um... Thursday. And lightning and stuff like that. So, so yeah, this is called a coil. I don't know why it's this dark. Ragesh, I'll see if I can do something about it. We hear you, Captain. Go ahead. A pursuit of the UEE salvage rights laws, I am hereby informing you that we found this wreck in good faith. Survivors were searched for and none found. All bodies recovered will be properly screwed. Captain. But all we need to know is if you picked up any signs of a second star bearer in the debris. Okay, but I just want to make it 100% clear that this is legitimate salvage. I know what it means when officials come around. All of a sudden, clearing a wreck becomes stealing evidence and interfering with an official investigation. They are interfering. We're just looking for help. Of course. There is actually a long tradition of salvagers houses. Do you know anything about a second star bearer or not? Check. We haven't seen anything in our sleeps, and all the black boxes were fried when we got here. We weren't able to extract any data. It was a long shot anyway. Then are we all done here? We got a lot left to collect, and it's not really smart for us to linger this close to the boil. We're good. Great. Let's 
I boosted it a little bit. I hope that's going to be a little better, but I'm sorry, unfortunately. Just a quick update. We're $100 away from our giveaway for the um, fundraiser. We're oh. at $1,900. Well, thanks. That's great. Let's make that 2000 tonight, gang. We could do that UEE jacket and uh, cap giveaway. And thank you to those who gave tonight. We appreciate that. Absolutely. And thank you for everyone who got donated before then. Absolutely. so dark. Two, two thousand. Awesome. Ooh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Thank you for the kids at St. Jude, guys. Thank you. Oh sub? my god. Wow. 50? <laughs> wow. Yeah, you got scored up for that Not one. Anonymous. <laughs> Thank you, Anonymous. Oh my god. Thank you. I think you've got to do the rap now, FC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. 
Oh no, the James Brown is gonna go off for 50 times. Yeah, I know, that's what I was just thinking. All right, let me stop here for a second because this is going to keep chiming for a second. I want to give special thanks uh, to our anonymous donor who gave us 50 subs. Thank you so much for that. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Uh, that will go toward our giveaways that we'll be doing over the next few weeks for St. Jude. So you definitely have helped us with that. And of course, to everybody who received one, I think you just about filled the room up. Just about three quarters of the room probably got uh, gift subs on that one. So thank you so much for that. Uh, Vavrik also, thank you for bringing us up with the hundred dollar donation. Appreciate that, uh, to the 2000 mark. We will do our giveaway at the end of the show today. So you guys be sure to stick around for that. Also, uh, be aware that when we do the giveaway, um, we do it using Twitch. So if you're on YouTube, I would ask if you want to be in that giveaway, please going to our Twitch. I, I know it's tough if you, I know you might prefer using YouTube, but we don't want you to miss out on the giveaway. Uh, so we just want to give you a heads up on that. We'll do that a little bit later. Okay. Bef uh, before the show ends. I don't know how many more of these yes. we're going to hear. Yeah. Uh, I think that's I all. Not even half. I, I, really I feel real. I, I feel good. Yeah. There'll be, it's, good. it'll do 10 of them. <laughs> yeah. It's only it's supposed to do it for five. So it should stop in a second. Hopefully that'll be like the last one. I don't know. It's not going to do 50 of them. It doesn't do 50 of them. It's, it's for every five. It's oh, supposed it's to be. be 50. It's supposed to be for every five, but I don't know. Jeez, I don't know. <laughs> well, we're going to go ahead and play the video, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm currently one of those 3D eye puzzles. That's great. There we go. She's 138 years old. Eyes up, Lieutenant. James Brown singing all the way through the battle.
Now, whenever we play through this on the game, we're going to have James Brown in our head. It's <laughs> yeah. going to have to be the unofficial music of Squadron 42. <laughs> yeah, it's going to do the 50, Admiral. I forgot. Yeah, I was thinking. <laughs> every time you're optimistic, I'm like, I no, don't no, think no, no, so. it wasn't that. I forgot before it used to chime every time for each one from the person who donated. It only does that for five, but it's still going to recognize all the subs afterward. I forgot about that. It's a great problem to have. Yes, baby. It is. Thank you again, Anonymous. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but the uh, asteroid tech ha oh, graphics has improved since then too, right? A lot of this stuff has, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I would argue every single thing we're seeing has had an iterative mm -hmm. improvement. You know? Guaranteed. The uh, planet tech in particular. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, going from the Marvel tour to this within one year was a dramatic change. So I can imagine over the last five years, you know, six years, it's changed crazy amounts i'm just disappointed we won't get permission to salvage all that i don't believe so anymore well not in this not in the standalone with persistence maybe you can come back after the game finishes and you get dumped into the pu <laughs> yeah hey, remember when i had that battle that time let me see if there's still stuff out there <laughs> <laughs> right. Keep an eye out. No. He, he said, I'm really worried. Go look. <laughs> you go. You go first. Got that knife from the armory. You'll be all right. <laughs> it's been longer than 15 minutes. I should be safe. He's really wishing he had that plasma rifle in the 40 watt range. <laughs> What is nice is to see the elements that we do have that are in the PU right now that we do see in the game, you know? Yes.
And to have this general sense that yes, Van Duel may be the big bads. This vertical slice is talking about slavers, it's talking about mm -hmm. OMC, it's yeah. talking about a whole bunch Nobody of here. other Yeah. Matter of fact, yeah, like the yeah. Van aren't even in this, which is cool, you know? This right. part at least. Right. Right. Things like this, the Kovalex mission used to introduce this. Remember how you used to have to go in and find the data pads, and that's how you would find out how to do the missions? They took her. Damn it. You know she was watching the base. Did she leave anything that might help us? Let me check. Yep, got something. Sending it now. I think you're right, Chauvin. I don't think it's like toward the end, leading into chapter two. Yeah, middle toward the end. I agree. Do you want to take that question now or at the end of the Q and A? We'll do it during Q and A. Okay, Cavian, put that in the okay. questions thing for us, please. We can do it did. later. You did? Okay. This thing about the slavers, we saw that being referenced when he did the reunion video. Remember with the two women? Mm-hmm. Right. One of the thing I, I one thing I hope holds over from the Wing Commander series is the ability to fail. Mm. Right? Yes. And to get ongoing failures that lead to a failure pathway where <laughs> you just don't win. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. How many different endings do you think they're gonna be? Mm -hmm. Not not seventeen thousand. This ain't Baldur's Gate. That's <laughs> what uh, <laughs> I was thinking. Now that's what I'm referencing. I think a lot more than we would we would expect mm -hmm. initially. I think we're going to be surprised at that. And there's still the dynamic of when you come out. You know, they he made reference to uh, people getting the. Uh, oh God, I can't think of the term they use when you do the training. But you come out civilian, you know, or you come back. Um, military uh it's three i forget what the three states are what a citizen no, no. civilian citizen and there's a third category that you come out as nervous okay. earned citizenship would you like to know more yeah i can't think uh -huh. of what it is but uh that's evidently going to have a play in it too criminal I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know karate. I don't know karate. It could be Paragon, Renegade, and Neutral. No, I, I'll think of it in a minute. We did it when we did the UEE thing show last week. Give me a second. Was it something Latin? Mm. What is lacking? 
Not much. What's laughing with you? <laughs> I caught it right into that. Well, you're not going to take it standing up, are you? There's there's no joke ban for silver, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Silver, you, you, you see what they did for me, right? They made a joke band just for me. You saw that in the chat. Yeah, don't let that get out. Don't don't let that leave this channel. <laughs> even even in twenty seven, late twenty seventeen, early twenty eighteen, uh, transition and environments was still amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot about this. Still looks good. And this is all one shot, no loading screen, or as far as we can tell, no, no loading screen. That's right. But they've had loading screens in a couple, there were a couple things they did, that were cinematics, you know, and that's okay, yeah, and, and, the, and, and this is fine, you know, I think the loading screen thing has way more to do with the Persistent Universe than it does this, as long as it's done in a certain mm. way, you know, it's a single player standalone. Like when he was having the conversation talking uh, with the guy on the hologram, you know, but I don't know, there wasn't a loading screen for that even, because he moved around while that was going on. I wish I had how pleasant the music is. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of work here. If you look at the amount of work that's done here, the artwork, the detail in here is ridiculous. This part makes me think there's going to be times where we think we can get our ship in somewhere and we find out we can't. can't. <laughs> that would suck, but yeah, I wouldn't put it past them. I really they do such a great... Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go, no, Sorry. go, go, go. No, no, go ahead. They do such a great job of, you know, having a claustrophobic environment, even in space, that tunnel, mm. and then just opening up everything to you, and it, it's it's really good job. Giver, I agree, it reminds you. They, they take every opportunity to cinematically remind you, right, by that mm. compression and expansion, that compression and expansion. I try to brighten it just a little bit and bring the contrast down. Hopefully that helps. Avion in the chat. Yes, this is from late, late 2017. To your point, Fest Carter, it is kind of cool to hear the soundtrack, you know, play out through this. It's so cool to have so much soundtrack so early in the development process, too. Mm -hmm. You know, interestingly enough, Todd uh, Howard, when he talked about Starfield, he said that they actually start with their soundtrack first at the very beginning. Mm. So um, maybe that's the thing that they do, you know what I mean? To a certain degree, they have enough themes that they know that they can work from, and maybe this build as time goes by. 
But uh, this is like full, I mean, this is an hour of music, you know what I mean? That's been going on pretty much in the background. Right. Yeah, Caveon, I think they've talked about that. I can't remember when, but I feel like recently they've talked about wanting to have a cleaner HUD. Oh yeah, yeah, they're redoing it. Somebody didn't want to use keybinds that day. This is an asset we have not seen in any other context, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not yet. Uh, it's kind of reminiscent of an underground facility. Yeah, yeah, I think that they've used this to sort of building block in other directions, but this particular thing I was wondering if we had seen, and I, I, I think you all are right. I don't think we have seen this mm -hmm. anywhere else. You know, I'm curious about this whole idea of what they're going to come up with, with us figuring out how to do things without handholding. Um, maybe over time, the more we play it, the more we get it and we know how much it's kind of like when you walk around the cities, you know, you can do some handholding or like they've always laid out the cities where there are directions to get you where you need to go. You just have to look up and read the walls, but gamers have gotten so used to not going to that level of looking to, you know, we look for something to point us and uh, it makes it a little too easy. I, I like the fact that if we understand how the game is look or the mechanics are created, we know how to look for things to get somewhere. If, if for example, if there's a door that doesn't work, that's a clue telling us there's something around here we need to find that will open the door. You know what I mean? I don't need a, something flashing right. or something glowing to tell me to go do this. Can we at least hold down Alt to, to get to get clues? No, I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't want anything like that. I want like this. You I want to know to look like for. That. I want to be able to know that there's got to be a power source in this area that I could pull the power cells from here and take it over there. You know. 
Maybe it was in a vehicle. Yeah, you've talked you've talked about that before, and I'm I'm a big fan of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's where the gameplay in gameplay really is, mm -hmm. right? Is figure it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I think it might be better if they, if they have an option to turn off the uh, hint on and off. In my opinion. Yeah, I don't want no hints. I'm just saying I don't want any hints. If people want hints, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, Some people do work I think, out. Yeah, fast cart, that'll accommodate more gamers, right? Yeah. If you have mm -hmm. both. Yeah. But yeah, I, 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 uh, I think the natural state of the game ought to be no hints. You ought to like have to turn that on, right? Hmm. Versus having to turn that's it a off. Good, that's a good question. I'm some, not sure. Some of us remember it, when I mean, games I, gave you no hints. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, but these days hint on, on automatically. So I don't know about that. I'll never yeah, forgive been... Monkey Island 2 for Ooh. making me pick up Sign to get a shovel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After 45 minutes of where is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, now there's a clue there. See how the music came in? That becomes your clue. You know, that you did the right thing. That I can deal with. Now see, that's like your cinematic there. Then it goes back to the real player, see? You take that the loader screen through? Oh, absolutely. I'll keep you posted. The lights flashing and the camera panning down. The player didn't do that. <laughs> But what they did do was cut to show you that what you did did do something in the room. That that doesn't that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. They put you in one of the elevators that won't kill you. <laughs> rare, rare, <laughs> healthy elevator. Yeah, the, the, the Levski elevator. The Levski elevators don't kill you. The Grimhex elevators, they don't kill you. They might trap you, but they don't kill you. When you're flying for the two long, they're going to they run past to pick some elevator that killed you. <laughs> now stuff like that, like see how he's got his light on, his headlight? I would hope that those are also things that can give you away, since you're very much aware of when to use it and when not to use it. You want a Dark Souls game. That's what you want. No, I just want the, the AI to react to things like that. You know, maybe even turning it on blinds them so they can't see you for a second. You know what I mean? Mm. Versus it, maybe other times it gives you away. It just all depends. <clears throat> outdoor park jeez yeah it's been a while since i've seen that so i don't remember this part yeah these these guys are se severely derelict in their duties <laughs> there's been no guard coverage anywhere hmm. ridiculous they all off talking about what's happening at, at shubin station and smoking a cigarette or something <laughs> i don't know what they're doing it's a, it's, it's a holiday man it's a holiday Organized crime has holidays. <laughs> hey, you know, all work and no no play make for adult, you know, boys, as they say. 
Yeah, we was going to bring Joey Tightlips in to throw him in with the fishes, but he's off on holiday today. <laughs> Apparently that's how everyone in organized crime speaks. I'm from the 1920s. I don't know. I <laughs> see in real life, he would have run past back and forth past that seven times. Yeah. He wouldn't have run right up to it. That's true. Anyway, he would have pulled out the wrong weapon like two or three times. Mm-hmm. We're getting the right one. Oh, that's interesting. Heard the order from the banner just came in. Higher than expected. It's good, right? And bad. The Navy cost us one job. Cinematic. See? Not sure where we're going to make the numbers up. Well, we could hold off on the shipment to Gator. Use that stock for the venue. Gator's not going to like that. Gator should pay on time then. I know. Yeah, Gator should pay on time. Yeah, no, I know. It's confused whether or not that's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious whether or not each cinematic is a loading screen. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll know if you can do something like during the cinematic, break uh, it. skip it, and mm. it, the action still play out. Uh, uh. We just go back to looking at things from your perspective. Yeah, this is one game I would not want to hit escape to, to skip the cinematic then. Colton, I found the victims. Looks like they're prepping some more for cryo. One thing I am missing, I'm missing the, the uh, subtitles when, when people speak. No, that's an option that in the game, but mm. yeah. yeah. Surely that's gonna be an option. Sure did. <laughs> yeah, you know what this scene need? This scene needs Johnny Tightlips. Like Darfield. Like oh. Lots of times what will happen is the music will maintain its intensity and that's your cue that you haven't killed everybody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I'm not sure I want that. Yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind. I, I mean, I, I want to find out on my own. Whether or not you throw everybody, if you play the missing. Now, one interesting thing is that I believe this is probably Jeff Janelli as opposed to Pedro Camacho can be doing the music here. Oh, really? Could be. 
Because I believe that um, Jessica now, Janelli does Squadron 42 mostly of all people does Squadron uh, Star Citizen, sorry. No, they, they both, they're both on this. They're both on it. I mean, primarily. That, that's what, that's what um, people said. Why does no one ever look up or down in video games? <laughs> well, in this game... No, I, I, I've learned to look, look up watching, watching alien movies. Right? <laughs> Keep looking. Yeah, my hope is that Chris will have fun subverting and affirming some of those tropes, right? Mm. On occasion, have an NPC who snatches you through the grate, like... I don't think I see you walking down there. Mm. He was one day away from retirement, too. Gotta go back and thank the quartermaster. That, that blade is sharp. Only an idiot would mock being given a knife at the start of the game. So she's Marines. I love how she has been quite clearly beaten. Looks obvious in pain, but that injection, oh, that was just, that was the one that sent her over that. Oh, that was too much. That's a quote to me. How about every cutscene is an auto save? Could be. I'm calling you. Oh, looks like this is your show, Lieutenant. Lead the way. Boom. There we go. Now remember. There it is. All right. Now remember. Okay. <laughs> okay. We hope you guys uh, remember slash enjoy that. Yeah, I was wondering that shoot whether she was advocacy, but I, I was trying to see the patch on her side. Uh, you know what? You're right. She would have been advocacy because if she was in the Avenger, that's that's their ship. So you're right. She was advocacy. You're you're, you're absolutely right. Um, I didn't think about it that way. Yep. There we go. Okay. Very cool. Uh, all right. So you guys got a chance to rewatch, watch for the first time, or watch for the thirtieth time. Uh, the uh, vertical slice the CIG provided for us for Squadron Forty Two. Some of the actors that we that you see on screen, we saw here, we're going to talk about them now. So what we want to do is put the link in for you from the source of where we're pulling this from. We Since we don't know much about Squadron 42, we're going to give you guys a little bit of the background on it. But what we're going to do on this is talk about these actors in particular, and maybe where you've seen them before, other things that they've been featured in. Uh, so Fast Card, if you would drop the link in for IMDb's page, we went to IMDb. 
to pull this information. CIG has posted this information for quite a while. It's amazing to see the list of actors that they have for this game, whether they're going to be uh, voice actors or whether they're actually going to be physically, you know, the what's it called? Um, what's the thing called? Motion captured. Whether they're motion captured. Oh, into performance the game, capture. Performance, performance capture. Whether they're going to be in the game, we don't know, but we do know some of them will be, and we saw some of them within the clips that we looked at. So uh, let me read real quick. Or oh, BBG, would you do me a favor? Would you mind reading the... Um, the intro there for what is Squadron 42, as well as the storyline, and then we're going to jump to the different folks here. Sure. What is Squadron 42? The 42nd Squadron, also known as Squadron 42, is the legendary volunteer unit assigned to the UEES Paul Steed, or CV-023. Second Fleet, United Empire of Earth's Navy. The unit participated in many combat campaigns, including the Second Tavaran War's infamous Battle of Centauri. The 42nd engaged the Van Duel in 2910 and 2911, while under the command of the smart, tough lady, Captain Aria Riley, with notable combat pilot Lieutenant Terence Nolan. The storyline is this. Take the role of a rookie UEE Navy combat pilot in a cinematic single-player adventure set in the Star Citizen universe. Okay. Now, for those of you guys who don't know what we mean by a storyline, um, anytime a film comes out, they sometimes may call it a tagline or a storyline. It's supposed to be basically like a synopsis of what a movie or film is about. And because CIG is keeping this kind of under wraps, um, that's all we're getting. Nothing else beyond that is all they've posted in relation to the film. Um, so again, we put the link in there for you. If you guys want to follow along with us, because we are going to cover several, several of these actors, um, we're not going to, we're going to put a little bit of their bio information up, but it really, it'd be probably great if you follow along, but if you just want to watch and listen, that's fine too. Um, again, this is the IMDP page that you're looking at, uh, where you're seeing some of the scenes that we watched earlier from the trailers, uh, for squadron 42. Um, we kick this off first of all, with the director, uh, Chris Roberts himself, um, we're going to go just here. I'm not going to try to read this because his whole page is, is huge. Okay. He has a huge bio here. Um, but, uh, let's see, Shiver, would you mind kind of trying to tackle just the stuff that's on the spreadsheet? Don't worry about reading what's on the big screen. Cause it's too long. I'm just going to focus in on his movie aspect of his career more than his gaming aspect of the career. So go ahead and hit that whenever you're ready. You want me to read the. Chris the Roberts, yeah. the Chris Roberts about yes. Right. <laughs> Chris Roberts founded Ascendant Pictures in early 2003 and in just a short time established himself and the company as a force in the world of independent film production and finance. In 2004, Roberts earned an executive producer credit on The Punisher and produced The Big White with Robin Williams, Holly Hunter and Woody Harrelson and Lord of War with Nicolas Cage, Ethan Hawke and Jared Leto. Leto? I don't know, I'm British. In 2005, Roberts produced Lucky Number no. 11. In addition, he served as executive producer on The Jacket. Adrian Brody and... Sorry. Every time Kira. I see Adrian Brody, I think of Fizzer from the bra uh, from the base who would... um. We watched him in Predators and he would say, Adrian... I can't repeat the name. Oh no, Brody. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. And Kira Knightley. And the upcoming Robert Town film, Ask the Dust. Colin Farrell and Selma Hayek. 
The end of 2006 finds him producing the effects-laden sci-fi Viking project Outlander, starring, oh god, Jim... Caviezel. Yep, Caviezel. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Sophia Miles and Jack Houston. Houston? Mm-hmm. I, I, I hope I'm saying right. that. We yep, might you get have it right. a problem. You get it right. Okay. And to be directed by Howard McCain. Principal photography began in October 16th in Nova Scotia and will begin and will continue through January 2007. Roberts will also serve as executive producer on Blackwater Transit, which films January 2007 in New Orleans. Prior to founding Ascendant, Roberts was chairman and CEO of Digital Anvil, the game development and digital effects company he founded in 1996 with funding from Microsoft and AMD. Roberts guided Dark Ascendant's growth to annual revenues of $14 million prior to the release of many of its games in development. His innovations changed the gaming industry. His games were the first to perfect the use of 35mm film as narrative and interactive game titles, and Dark Ascendant became the first interactive entertainment company to produce a game title, Wing Commander, into a $25 million feature film, directed and produced by Chris Roberts. The film starred Freddie Prince Jr., I Know What You Did Last Summer, Saffron Burrows, Deep Sea Blue, Deep Blue Sea, and Matthew Lillard from Scooby-Doo. Dark Ascendant in the video game titles it created won numerous gaming awards and the company became a digital effects powerhouse, creating all of the di digital effects for the Wing Commander movie and contributing to the digital effects for several other films, including Spy Kids. In December of 2000, Robert sold Dark Ascendant to Microsoft. Dark Ascendant remains a successful subsidiary of Microsoft and content provider for Xbox. Mm -hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um... So, you know, again, we're sharing this because this is his motion picture and film career versus we already know a lot about the gaming career. Uh, but, uh, and I know, uh, Admiral, you said this needs updating. Yeah, if you know anything about IMDb, uh, people, when they post stuff on IMDb, it's when they kind of do their old bios. And unless you personally change it, IMDb does not change it. You have to have someone change it for you. You have to change it for yourself. So, uh, yeah, either Chris has got to come in or he needs to get somebody to come in and take care of that for him. Uh, but that's the background on Chris Roberts as director. Um, I don't know. How do you guys feel about Chris directing this? I'm curious to see what you guys think. BBG, let me go to you first. Um, you may have seen some of Chris's previous films, particularly the Wing Commander series. You think he's going to be up for the task? Of directing Squadron 42? Yes, yes. Not the movie version. Just oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely think that, well... I think that he is um, has surrounded himself with just enough other creatives um, to to hear different voices. But I like that you know in the end he's going to assert a certain vision. Mm. Yeah, and I think he's definitely up to the task. And the reason I say that is because I played a lot of the other stuff. Okay. Right. Right. Um, and um, you know, in that full motion video. Um, era mm -hmm. of wing commander two and, and three and four mm -hmm. and, and others um the, you could see the the seeds uh, of where he was headed yeah right okay. um so i think you know with all of that learning uh and all of this time and the supports that he has i think as director we're going to get a really robust uh cinematic experience yeah, i think he's going to be great okay fast cart let me ask you a different question because uh, I do want to go where Kevion's going a little bit here. You know, Chris Roberts directing mm. a game versus Chris Roberts directing a movie, right? 
Uh, do you think that if he were to make a film version of this, he'd be better off letting another director do it based on his previous films? Or do you think, because I will say this, the writing that we saw here to me, though the dialogue and everything else to me was top notch. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it, I didn't. It didn't feel, even though if you look at Wing Commander, don't look at it from a campy standpoint. It was a bit of a, for lack of a better term, amateur or entry level into the film industry. The writing was not very solid, but people enjoyed it because they it were into the Wing Commander franchise. Do you think that Chris has matured as a director, or do you think like George Lucas, for example, first Star Wars? If you go back and listen to the dialogue from it, there's some cheesiness in there. But when he brought in other directors for Empire and Return. You definitely saw, even though Lucas was a part of the writing process, the direction process literally went up with those two films. Do you think that would happen with something like Squadron? If you compare, if you if you were to make a movie, a Squadron Forty Two movie versus just a video game, well, let me say this: I I, I did watch Wings Man as a movie, mm -hmm. and. And what I'll say is, when you watch the Wing Commander trailer, the movie trailer, and they compare it to the movie, you pretty much got what you expected from, from, from in the movie. Mm -hmm. So, but watching a, a 142 teaser or trailer, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting much higher quality and much more polished compared to the Wing Commander movie. But as far as I'm going to from a, a game to a movie, I mean, it's been, what, 20 years? So hopefully he had a, a, a lot more experience now and, and it would be able to, to pull it off as opposed to like getting an, another director. Okay. All right. Shiver, same thing to you. What are your thoughts about that? I know it's like, not saying that there will be a Squadron 42 movie, but we do see Chris has kind of proven himself when it comes to directing games. You know, uh, are you feeling pretty confident based upon the trailer we watched, the dialogue? Are you feeling pretty good about story and everything here? On the game, yes. Okay. Um, I, th I think it's got more than enough talent, creativity behind it to be compelling, mm -hmm. interesting, mm -hmm. uh, incredible. I don't want to say spiritual successor to Wing Commander because mm -hmm. I think it's going to go above mm -hmm. Wing Commander. The, the game, no no knocking you right. fast car or anything like that. It's just a personal preference. Mm -hmm. um, right. But, you know, directing a game is very different from directing a movie. Mm -hmm. And I... I I'm one. I'm one of three people that actually quite enjoyed the Wing Commander movie. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are the other two? Power to the Pilgrims. Yeah. Power to the Pilgrims. <laughs> Agreed. See? Agreed. Okay. Very cool. There's, there's threes of us everywhere. There you go. All right. Let's take a look at the writers here because this is another interesting factor too. Chris, according to IMDb, really has not been a part of the writing process for this. Uh, but there are some familiar names here that we see that are part of it. Dave Haddock being one of them. Uh, and here it says on IMDb, Dave Haddock has been known for which I didn't know. He was a part of Outlander in 2008. Uh, also worked on Squadron 42 and ZMD's Zombies of Master Destruction. Uh, we all know Dave Haddock is a part of the lore team uh, over at CIG. Uh, but I, again, uh, didn't know that he had worked on Outlander. Uh, William Weisbaum, uh had also known for Squadron 42, Star Citizen, and a date and to date a human. Not familiar with that one. Uh, any of you guys no, no, seen that one, To Date a Human? Nope, nobody's familiar no. with that. Okay. Uh, it was in 2013, uh, and I'm not sure if it was a, let's see, The Future of Ali. It's a comedy romance. Okay. So, yeah, Date a Human. And then last but not least of the writers is Adam Weiser. Now, Adam is also over at CIG, uh, but has worked on Deception from 2008. And also, Who's Your Caddy? I do remember that one. Do you guys remember that one? That movie, Who's Your Caddy? 
Yeah, that was bad. It was yeah, it wasn't that <laughs> I was about to say it wasn't it wasn't that great, right? It wasn't that memorable, right? Let me see who was in that. Is that, is that, a, is that a spiritual successor to uh Caddyshack? Yeah, Little Wayne was in it. Yeah, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh yeah okay so that's we'll leave that there okay the spin the spin was trying to you know uh, uh, a black a black rap dude trying to join join a conservative country club, club. yeah country club yeah. I remember that oh. okay all right we are going to uh, move on from there we're gonna go down the page a little bit here and you guys can see there's a list of top cast now just so you'll know when I was telling you earlier about how big the cast is this i'm going to show you the list this is the list here of the cast these are all of the main cast folks we're not going to no way we're going to cover this in the next 20 minutes okay it's not going to happen uh but this is all of the additional or supporting cast again whether these are voice actors covering because they do mention some of these are npcs some of them are van duel but you can see how many actors they have listed here uh for the game there are a lot of folks here. And uh, again, there's no way we're going to try and tackle all of this. Um, but we just wanted to give you guys a slight overview, particularly of the actors that they consider uh, the top cast members. So we're going to start out here with Polly. I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm going to say that it sounds like Ikus. a... Ikus. Ikus, possibly. Yeah. Um, I was worried. I was worried you, you, you're going to wear out your score, your score bill going through that uh, credit list. Yeah. Griffin. There's a lot of folks there. Uh, Fast Carp, since you called the name out, why don't you go ahead and describe what film she has been in or productions? Okay. I'm looking for her. You don't have the IMDb okay. up? Oh. No, not, not yet. The fast car just watching the show. Me yeah, well, I'm calling on everybody specifically. You think I'm going to read this whole show? You got to be kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I already I called on Shiver and BBG. You should have known you were next. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah. So she's been. Uh, she's known for uh, Dragon Quest Heroes. She's a voice act, uh, actor in that one. Mm -hmm. uh, the World Three, uh, Paragon, another video game, Kinglave, uh, uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen. I am familiar with that one. She's uh, a lunar attendant, uh, Maria. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Kinglave. I'm, I'm familiar with that one. And also, she's known for Squad Forty Two. Okay. So pretty much, what she seems to be is for her voice acting what it seems like here actor, and also yeah. if you notice on imdb there's no photo of her which might be the reason why again she's listed for voice acting um let me go to uh shiver this time again let's look at craig uh is it fairbrass craig fairbrass let's take a look at him he's playing that tatorga now you guys remember who he was right this is the big guy who got off of the argo big uh, guy. personnel carrier right the real big dude and he actually does kind of look like that holy smoke okay Shiver, have you got that link there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can... I, I'm having an epiphany. I've seen you've him seen him before, things, huh? and he's always he he's that character he is in in Squadron Forty Two. Mm -hmm. He's always that character. Mm. He, oh, he was Dan in EastEnders. I'm sorry, that was a very British outburst. <laughs> it's starting to, ca it's starting to catch up. <laughs> okay, well, go, ahead, go, ahead and, go ahead and read his uh, read his description, his bio. You got the link. Craig Fairbrass is a British actor born in East London who made his feature film debut opposite Academy Award winner Denzel Washington as Chaloner in working titles powerful British thriller for Queen and Country. 
Craig has since gone on into to star in some 50 feature films, mm. including the lead role in 20 independent films in the UK and US, as well as award-winning British TV, along with lead guest star roles in several major US TV series, as it is. All righty. So, and you said you're familiar with him. You've definitely, you see, you've definitely seen him in other other uh, films. Or, yeah. Films. Okay. Uh, lots of TV shows. He's one of those actors where... Uh, the caster is like, okay, we we need someone who is going to be a tough... big, scary, burly mm -hmm. gangster guy. Okay. And in real life, he's probably a really nice guy. Mm -hmm. uh, but is. yeah, that that is, is also... his. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, please, please. I was just to say he is also one of the most iconic voices in gaming. Um, really? If you're a fan of Call of Duty, yeah, he is both Gaz and Ghost. Oh really? Call of Duty Modern Warfare franchise. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he so he, he basically plays the heavy. Five. Right. So he plays the heavy yeah. on TV though, as Shiver's saying, right? And then uh he says he's done other voice stuff. Okay. Well he definitely he looks like his... that in the motion cap. That it looks like you could say that's him. Were you gonna say Shiver? He started his career in the seventies, including being a dancer on top of oh, wow. films, okay. which I have just seen. Very cool. All right, Craig Fairbrass, based on the name they look look for. Uh, BBG, going to go to Daniel Ings, if you would pick up there for us, please. Daniel Ings was born 30 November 1985 in Wiltshire, England, UK. He is an actor known for I Hate Susie in 2020, Love Sick in 2014, and The Gold in 2023. Love Sick I've heard so, for. The other two I'm not familiar with. Are you guys familiar with any of those? I'm not familiar with any of these. Okay. No. Um, We're going to, have to be relying on Shiver for the UK stuff here. Uh, hopefully, he'll be the one that'll say he's recognized <laughs> as him. Uh, but yeah, that's one I'm not familiar with. Now he, I think he played one of the uh, the. I thought at first he was the guy that was sitting at the one they were on the Idris, uh, but I, I could be wrong. That was controlling the ship. He was sitting on the right side, but I, I could be wrong on that. What, what was his character? The gold name? is a the, no, no. It wasn't. Was the gold is Sig about Bram Ure. Sorry, the gold is about uh, the 1983 robbery of the Brinks Matt robbery at, at Heathrow's uh, um, International Trading Airport. Estate in London, oh. one of the largest robberies in British history. Okay. So all right, all right. That Fast. sounds interesting. I I would see mm -hmm. that. Yeah, uh, so sounds interesting. It does sound interesting. Fast cart. We're going to take you to uh, Arky Reese, please. Archie Reese is a British actor who's made a career both in the UK and the USA. Born in London, England, he began in the theater at the age of 15. Performing Shakespeare and contemporary plays, he went on to win Best Actor in, at the UK ISAA, ISAI Award for his performance at Pozo in Samuel Beckett's Waiting for a Godot. Okay. All right. And he is best known for The Born Ultimatum. I have seen that. John mm -hmm. Carter, I have seen that. Don't see John Carter. Uh, Dracula Untold and MI5. I, I need to finish my, my, my Mission Impossible series. Mm. He's an MI5. John, John Carter is a guilty pleasure for me. I like, I, really? I, I, I treat that. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that and Wing Commander and Jupiter Ascending, I, that's a, that's a Jupiter TNT Ascending Saturday. Jupiter Ascending is my guilty pleasure. He looks like a sinner, Elon Musk. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. We're back to Shiver here with Stephen Bisland. 
there's nothing here for him, is there? No. Oh, just a couple of things. No picture. No video. Known for Chernobyl, Squadron 42, and Outlander. Yeah, Chernobyl 2019. That was... I'm trying to I don't think that did very well at the box office, if I'm remembering correctly. Is that the one that was at the movie they did? Uh, Outlander, did you say? Sorry? Yeah. It's HBO and, right there. It's HBO. Okay, because I remember Chernobyl a couple of years back because it was out... I, I, I thought it was a movie. Some type of... Yeah, it was a movie. But it was on HBO. Outlander... Uh, TV series. Chernobyl was a Chernobyl was a series. Chernobyl was yeah, a Chernobyl series, was a, like a yeah. mini series. It was a mini series. Okay, yeah, like okay. Then that's the wrong film I'm series. thinking about. Then okay, and Outlander. All right. This dude, this dude's going to become famous for his Squadron Forty Two work. If he's playing Moro, he's going to be he's going to end up being famous in the. In mm. Oh yeah, that's that's true. I didn't think about that. And by if those of you guys remember the Moro tour, this is the character that plays that. Okay. Ian Duncan, the player, and I'm assuming that they're saying this is the person that's going to play you in the game. Now, BBG, you mentioned this earlier about whether or not there'll be multiple voices. And I'm hoping that they do, because obviously they're going to allow you to do a male or female character. So to me, that automatically says two different voices. But I agree. There are certain games that you'll play where you can pick four or five different variations of voices. You know, something from very soft and gentle to something rough and gruff. And I hope that they do that. Uh, Ian Duncan. Me too. Uh, BBG, let's go to Ian you. Duncan. Yeah, his career began in South Africa, where he became a household name on both the stage and screen. Wanting to perfect his craft, Ian Duncan moved to England, where he trained at the prestigious Bristol Old Vic Theatre School, home to many great alumni, including Sir Daniel Day-Lewis, Olivia Coleman, Sir Patrick Stewart, Naomi Harris, and Jeremy Irons. Ian's career has taken him all over the world, where he has been a been privileged to work with many of the top names in the industry. He currently resides in Los Angeles with his family, so we can expect him at CitizenCon. <laughs> hmm. That would be nice. I'm actually in Fast Cart. We've talked about this. I added this. that. I added that. Don't people run around saying that. Well, to, to your point, we have talked about the fact that we hope CitizenCon does become that type of an event that were the, the UK or Germany or whatever that, you know, they bring in these folks to the convention. I would love for them to bring in certain people who I'll leave nameless, uh, that they should bring in. Yeah, uh, just to be clear, we're not saying that they will, we're saying that they hope. No, 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 I said, I said, I said, I hope. That's what I said. I said, I hope that eventually the convention will get to that place. We're not there yet, but once the game is out, it would be great to know that they could bring in the notable people. Uh, And even, you know, if any of you guys have been to a Star Trek convention or something like that, Man, you don't care who it is. If it's the transporter operator or if it's the captain of the ship, people get excited when they see those characters actually show up at an event. So I think that would be very cool. Okie dokie. Let's move on past Ian to a very familiar name here uh, at Fast Cart. We're going to go to Andy Circus, please. Yeah, a person who needs no introduction, an English film actor, director, and author, Andy Circus is known for his performance capture roles comprising motion motion capture acting, animation, and voice work for such computer-generated characters as Gollum in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and The Hobbit, The Unexpected Journey, and eponymous uh, King Kong in the 2005 film, Caesar in the, in the Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and The Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Captain Haddock, Sir Francis Haddock, and Steven Spielberg, the Mr. Tintin, the Supreme Leader in Snokes, the Supreme Leader Snokes in Star Wars uh, Episode 7, Force Awakens, Circus 
earn a Golden Globe nomination for his portrayal as a serial killer, Ian Brady, in the British television film Longford, and was nominated for a Bachelor Award in his portrayal as, of a New Wave punk rock musician, Ian Dury, in his biopic Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. In 2015, at a small world in Avengers Age of Ultron, Circus has its own motion capture workshop, the Imaginarium Studios in London, which he will use for his directorial debut, Mowgli, Legend of the Jungle. Now, interestingly enough, uh, you know, most, many of the roles, not all, many of the roles that we've seen Andy Circus in have been where he has been in some type of CI, CGI uh, costume, something along those lines, where we really didn't get to see him. There was more performance acting. But one of the things that I was very impressed with, well, first of all, I was surprised to find out that he was Snoke. I never knew he was Snoke back in the day. I found that out a couple of years ago. But the thing that really impressed me was his performance in Andor. If any of you guys have seen Andor in Star Wars, he has a great role in there where he plays for several of the episodes. And I was even more impressed with him uh, to see what, what level he has taken acting. By the way, if I'm not mistaken, Fast Cart, uh, Imaginarium Studios, he closed it down, uh, I think during COVID, if I'm remembering correctly. CIG was originally doing, cutting their um, performance stuff at his studio in the very beginning. Right. And uh, eventually, as, as you guys know, they built their own performance capture studio. So now they're doing their own stuff there in Manchester. But if I'm not mistaken, he did shut that studio down, if I'm not mistaken, during COVID. It may have been because of COVID. You know, everything just kind of came to a screeching halt. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it got closed down. Uh, but yeah. it's an Academy Award, a BAFTA, a Golden Globe. I don't care what it is. Mm -hmm. He deserves a Lifetime Achievement Award. <laughs> yeah. Work yeah, yeah. I am. I will go to that. Will go to the mat for mm -hmm. the work that he has done. And, and you are right, Griff. You know, we rarely get to see his facial expressions and his acting chops mm -hmm. outside of that work. But his work on Andor and that on that three episode mini arc mm -hmm. within the show. It was only three. Um, okay. Mm -hmm. I felt like only three. I think it was only th three or four. But he elevated the whole mm -hmm. work mm -hmm. with with what he did in that. And 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 the fact that he hasn't gotten an Oscar. For those that motion capture work and his pioneering mm -hmm. of that with Caesar and Gollum and others, uh, just you know, he deserves every award that can come to him. It's so tough because science fiction has always gotten the you know back of the burner thing when it comes to being recognized in the industry. You know, it's it's unfortunate and and many actors who do grand performances, right? I mean. Not to be funny, but Sir Alec Guinness, for example, you know, when it came to Star Wars, this was Sir Alec Guinness, right? And you never really heard any big accolades for him performing as a character that even today is still being portrayed. You know what I mean? Some almost 40 years later, uh, or 50 years later. God, it's been a long time. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Andy Circus, I agree. Great performance. If you guys didn't see him in Andor, if you want to see him really do his acting chops, great opportunity to do that. Okay. And I was impressed to see him in the third. Still active. Yeah. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's and just a studio, but it is still producing. Oh, it projects. is still it's still going? Imaginarium? You said yeah. yes? Okay, awesome. Then I got it wrong. Maybe it just closed down during COVID. But great. I'm glad to hear that he's making, he's making money because a lot of people were using his place for motion cap. It was supposed to be state-of-the-art, in fact. Okay, let's move and on. I, 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 okay. Go ahead. 
I was impressed with him from from the third Lord of the Rings movie. Where we got to see got to see him in, in his Hobbit form. So mm-hmm. I, I I was happy to see him in there because I I don't know if he was champion champion for that role, but he was hoping that, that we were able to see him in, in, outside of CGI, mm-hmm. and we we did get to see him. So I was happy for that. Mm-hmm. Also, don't forget, he is playing the role of the Van Duel leader. We, in fact, if you go, guys go back to the Star Citizen website, look on their YouTube, there are some interviews with many of these actors. He's one of them, and they actually show him doing the motion capture stuff, actually showing you how the Van Duel leap when they walk, which is, which is really crazy to see. So check that out on their website when you get time. Let's go ahead and jump to Shiver to uh, Miss Sandy Roberts. That's a familiar name there. Sandy always had a love for theatre and performing and started out modelling at the age of eight when she was scouted in her hometown by an agent. She continued to model, do commercials and have small roles in films in Australia as well as Asia and Europe throughout high school and college before moving to Los Angeles and booking the first audition she went out on. Sandy has continued to work steadily in film and television and still resides in Los Angeles and is something of a crush of mine. Okay, so many many of you guys know who Sandy Roberts is. She's the wife of uh, Chris Roberts, and uh, some of us have had the chance to meet Sandy. She's a very nice person, um, but you also know that she has had an acting career. I remember back in the day, there was a big deal about her going by the name Sandy Gardner, and I don't know why people flipped out about that. If people knew her background as an actress, she had been Sandy Gardner before obviously marrying Chris Roberts, and that was her acting and stage name. That was her professional name, and that's what she maintained for quite a while. Quite a while, quite a while. Um, But again, uh, we all know that she's been a part of CIG since the very beginning, still working with CIG to this day. And uh, there's, again, there's video of her doing motion capture, so you guys can check that out on the RSI website as well. There's uh, plenty of stuff there, and she she does great interviews, by the way, with all the stars, or many of the major stars. That are, are that are in Squadron Forty Two. What were you going to say, Shiver? When CIG first started, she was the marketing department. Yes, and it's basically thanks to her that Star Citizen is as successful as it is right now, mm-hmm. and she is so good at mm-hmm. that job. Yeah, absolutely, it really is phenomenal. Yeah. If, uh, if you ever get a chance to meet her at CitizenCon, mm-hmm. she is so friendly mm-hmm. and like she is just really good at the job. Yep. really good. I, w- I would dare say there were three faces of CIG in the early days. One was Sandy, one was Ben, uh, Ben, um, got ben Lesnick, Ben Lesnick, and then and then lastly, the and, 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 and lastly, I would say Jarrett came on board as the next face. And these were people who, those of us who've been backing Star Citizen, really, really, really listened to for for finding out about everything that was going on, particularly in the early days of. Um, uh, reverse the verse and, and all that stuff, right? These were the faces we saw like all the time. Uh, but again, Sandy has had her role with not only marketing for behind the scenes, but also she's been on the camera for acting as well. Uh, let's go to another familiar one here, BBG. Let's go to Miss Jillian Anderson. Jillian Anderson was born in Chicago, Illinois to Rosemary Alice, uh, Nay Lane, computer analyst and Homer Edward Anderson III, who owned a film post-production company. Gillian started her career as a member of an amateur actor group while in high school. In 1987, her love of the theater took her to the National Theater of Great Britain summer acting program held at Cornell University in Ithaca, New York. For several weeks, she studied under such uh, NT, or National Theater Greats, as Peter 
Chelsum, Barty Thomas, and Michael Joyce. Afterwards, Anderson returned to the Goodman Theater School at DePaul University in Chicago, Illinois, where she finished her education. Her big break, of course, came with The X-Files in 1993 as Dana Scully. There, she met her future husband, Clyde Klotz, marrying on January 1st, 1994, and one month later, Jillian was pregnant. Her daughter, Piper Anderson Klotz, was born on 25th of September, 1994. Uh, and her film career, uh, Jillian's film career, started with the movie The Turning in, 19, uh, in 1992. And the following year, she, or I guess it came out in 1997. And the following year, she started playing by heart in 1998 with Sean Connery, Ellen Burstyn, Angelina Jolie, and Dennis Quaid. Okay. She's got a pretty big resume of films. And um, as you mentioned, BBG, X-Files was probably one of the more notable things for us. I don't know how there was over in the UK, Shiver, but over here in the States, X-Files was carried a lot of us science fiction fans uh, through some pretty dry times with science fiction yep. stuff, you know. Uh, but- uh, Remember Millennium it's a note as well? To me. Millennium, yes, Millennium, that's right. Yes. Sorry, yeah. BBG. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. I was just gonna, it, it is of note, that the character that she's slated to play in Squadron 42 is mm -hmm. Captain McLaren. Yes. And Captain's Captain Vessels, mm -hmm. right? So there is some vessel that she is entirely in charge I, of. I think that was her on the engage. Idris. I think that was her on the Idris. Oh, yeah, certainly. I'm wondering if sure. that's the same Idris as the Idris Captain we meet later. It might be that the an Idris you start out on mm. and then yeah. end up over at the Stanton. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Fast cart, let's go to Ms. Rona, is it Mitra? Mitra was born in Paddington, London, England, the daughter of Noah Downey and Anthony Mitra, a cosmetic surgeon. She, was an, she had an older and younger brother. Her father is of Bengali Indian and Indian descent, and her mother is Irish. In 1984, when Mitra was eight, her parents divorced and she was sent to boarding school. She, sent, she spent several years at two different schools, including Rodian, uh, but Mitra claimed she was expelled from both of them. Mitra's first main role came as Scott Wolf's Missing Love Interest in Party of Five. Oh, I remember that. Uh, in 2000, Mitra had a small role key role in Hollow Man as a rape victim of Kerry Bacon, an incident that drives the character insane. She has had a main role in medical drama Gideon Crossing as Dr. Alexand Alexandra uh, Ali Klein. Uh, Mitra had roles in Ali G. India House, Sweet Home Alabama, Stuck on You, and leading roles in, in Highwaymen and Spartacus. Mitra appeared in the final season of the practice as Terrell Wilson and continued that role in his spinoff, Boston Legal, but left not long into the second season. In 2005, Mitra had played a role in, of Kit McGraw during season three of Nip Tuck. Uh, Mitra then went on to appear in Skinwalker, the number 23, the and, the and Shooter. In 2008, Mitra starred in leading role for science fiction acting from Doomsday as Major Eden Sinclair. And in 2009, went on to start an underworld ride of the Lycan. I do remember that. As Sonia, the daughter of a powerful vampire elder, Victor, played by Bill Nahi. I'm trying to figure out what this trailer is that she's in. You guys recognize what this is? I haven't been seeing it. This sci-fi thing? Uh, let me go back. If you scroll down, it might be something she's known, known for. I, well, I thought maybe you might have hit it, but if this could have came out after each of the bio was done. Skylines. I mean, Skyline, okay. I, wow. I, I don't remember in Skyline, but okay. I, I, yeah, I do remember the 2020 movie, film. but it was a long time ago. Okay. 
I have to go yeah. back and check that out. It looks kind of uh, interesting on the sci-fi level. Okay. All right. There's two. There's Skylines and Skylines 2. Well, okay. I will check it out. All right. Let's go uh, to uh, Shiver with Mr. Ben Mendelson. Damn, I predicted wrong. I thought it was Jack Houston. <laughs> Did I get it wrong? Did I get it wrong? No, no. You're right. Okay. You're right. I have me. Okay. Oh, God. That's too long. Okay. Despite his prominence in Hollywood as a character actor known for playing villains and criminals, Ben Mendelsohn has been a leading man in Australia since starting acting as a teenager. Paul Benjamin Mendelsohn was born in Melbourne, Australia, to Carol Ann Ferguson, a nurse, and Fred Frederick Arthur Oscar Mendelsohn, a medical researcher, getting his start in television, including The Henderson Kids and the long-running soap opera Neighbours. Okay. Uh... I want to go on to. Is it long? It's f yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's, we'll, <laughs> yeah. We'll take, well, that's fine. That's fine. Let's stop there. Well, you know what? The most Let important me... thing is that he was Talos in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> mm. Well, you know what? I was going to say, you know, or, who, or Talos. You you know who he was in the trailer, right? You guys know who he was in the trailer. Yeah, he was uh, from Shooter. exactly, yeah. exactly. He was the guy the admiral was talking to, the hologram. Exactly. Yep. Okay. That's Ben Mendelsohn. Okay. And let's move on to uh, BBG, Jack Houston. Jack Houston. Jack Alexander Houston is a British actor. He also appeared as Richard Harrow in the HBO television drama series Board Boardwalk Empire. He also had a supporting role in the 23 2013 film American Hustle portrayed the uh, eponymous um, Ben-Hur in the 2016 historical drama and appeared as one of the main characters in the fourth season of the FX anthology series Fargo. Okay. So he was Ben-Hur in the new Ben-Hur film, and he was in American Hustle, which was a very good film, and Boardwalk Empire, which is a very good series. So. I watched American Hustle. I have not watched Fargo. Is that Fargo based on the I old film Fargo? Fargo? Oh, you haven't seen it? Okay. All right, because I don't know anything about Fargo yet. Okay. All right, that's John Houston. I don't remember seeing his face, unless he was one of the. He might, he, 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 he might have been clean shaven, so we don't recognize him or something. Yeah, I'm not sure. but the higher the higher we're going up, the more these are main characters, and that's why I was trying to see: did we see him in the trailer at all? We saw Mendelssohn. We saw. I think he is one of the uh, pilots. Is he the one that was talking? That was talking guy, to his name, Cavill. later. That was talking. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, that might have been him. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, let's go to BBG. Liam Cunningham, please. Want me to go again? Oh, I'll go again. No, 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 no. Fast card. I'm sorry. Okay. Fast, fast card. card. Mm -hmm. Fast card. All right. <laughs> yeah, this is real quick. I don't know why, but he should. He deserved more. But he said, I was actor Liam Cunningham was an electrician in the mid '80s. He saw an ad for an acting school and decided to give acting a try. His first role was as a policeman in Into the West. Since then, he has been he has been involved in many film and theater productions on both sides of the Atlantic. Okay. And we know who he that's played. All, I don't know why. That, I don't know why that's only that, that that's all he has for him because he, he's that's been in there. When you a big stuff. dog, that's card. When you a big dog, you can have a short bio like that. He knows you know you know who he is, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. He yeah, who but he, he said is. he's known for Hunger, Clash of the Titan, The Wind that Shakes the Barley, and Game of Thrones. That's the main one. Sean Connery's is just he was James Bond, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. 
Liam Cunningham, for those of you who may have missed it earlier, played the role of the captain uh, that was talking with Ben Mendelsohn uh, earlier as Captain Noah White. Captain Noah White. All righty. Uh, Shiver, I'm going to go to you. John Reese Davies. was Scottish. Okay. Welsh actor John Rhys-Davies was born in oh, a Manonford, Carthmanonshire, Wales. To Oh, crimes. Why did you have to give me Welsh people? To Mary Margareta, Margareta, to Mary Margareta, Phyllis, nay Jones, Libby Jones, a nurse, and Rhys-Davies, a mechanical engineer and colonial officer. He graduated from the University of East Anglia and is probably best known to film audiences for his role in a blockbuster hits Raiders of the Lost Ark and Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. He was introduced to a new generation of fans in the blockbuster trilogy The Lord of the Rings. I know him from Sliders. Anyone else? I know him from Sliders. I was going to say the Thank exact you. same thing. Mm, okay. Um, uh, that's that's the most you guys would pull them from? I'm, I'm, yeah, I mean... Oh, there's a lot more there, but yeah, I was it's, it's say. comprehensive. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Wasn't he also in Wing, in the Wing Commanders or something? Yes. Or am I imagining yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, he was. He was in the Wing Commander series. He was Paladin. Yep. He's he's one of the ones that like like Hamill, who has kind of partnered with uh, Roberts over the years on projects. And uh, some uh -huh. of us may remember, if you're an old BBC person that remembers the series I Claudius, he was in that. Uh, you may of mm -hmm. course remember him from the franchises with uh, Indiana Jones franchise. He was in two of those films and three of those films, in fact, out of the five. Um, and then, of course, you guys remember him from the Lord of the Rings series, right? Playing uh, and my axe, yeah, with the axe, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's why I think he's Scottish because he was paladin. And thank you. Yeah, you remember um, him. Another yeah. person whose name I can't pronounce. <laughs> what is it with me today? Yeah, it's okay. Yep, no, he's a very popular actor. And again, uh, there is an interview. Uh, Sandy Roberts does do an interview with him. So if you guys want to check that out on the RSI's uh, YouTube page or the star citizen webpage uh the great interviews with these actors talking about their work with chris roberts and their excitement about doing this game okay and also there's a, there's a tweet on sandy roberts twitter account of him coming back for doing a reshoot yes Just recently, yeah. that's correct that's correct all right polkara webb webster is played by sophia Wu. uh bbg on you yeah, Sophie Wu is playing Webb. If you remember Webb in the in the thing, she was the one who was tweaking the ships for the scanners. Um, and she was born in 1983 in the UK. She is an actress and writer known for Kick-Ass 2, Kick-Ass, and Wild Child. So okay. she's in all three of those films. Okay. Um, I remember the first Kick-Ass. Kick yeah, I don't remember Kick-Ass 2. <laughs> I wasn't that motivated to go see the second one. <laughs> Uh, did we see her in the film? Was she the one? She wasn't the one who answered the captain when he did the comms, was it? Yes, she was. Was that her? Yeah, she she a hologram. And what did you say, BBG? Uh -huh. And we see a hologram. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. When and she say... comes down the ladder when you, he gets ready to go into the ship. She comes down the ladder. Oh, and, okay. And, and lets him know. Oh, okay. The stuff has been complete. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's, that's Webb. Okay. All right. She's done a lot of stuff. I mean, her bio is short, but she's done Black Mirror. Mm -hmm. um, you know, she's got a long. If you if you go to the IMDb page, she's got, got a long stuff. career okay. on a lot of stuff. Yeah. All right. 
We've got another captain here, Captain Thomas Wade, that's played by Mark Strong. And Fast Cart, that one's on you. But it's actor Mark Strong who played Jim Trudeau in the 2011 remake of Tinkler, Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy 2011. Uh, is often cast as a cold, calculating villain. But before he became a famous actor, he intended to pursue a career in law. I think that's what you want to cut, me, cut off at that. Yeah, unless it's very long. I mean, yeah, it's quite it's quite long. There's okay. several paragraphs. Is there anything else? We just mentioned two movies. Are there any other films listed under there that people might recognize? Uh, it says 1917. That was been released in 2019. Kingsman, the shoot I do remember him in that. Shazam, the first one, I remember him in that. Mm -hmm. And Zero Dark Thirty. I didn't watch that, but I I, I, I know of it. Mm -hmm. And um, he's been in, yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, Shazam, uh, he was in Shazam Fury of the God too, as um, uncredited, but yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, but Kingsman, I think Sinestro a lot of people too, remember right? him from there. Yeah, the Kingsman definitely that remember again? that. He was Sinestro too in Green Lantern. He's the voice okay. of the player character in Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine, and probably Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine too. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's, he's both a physical actor and a voice actor. He's been on a lot of uh, video games. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty cool. All righty. Let's uh, continue to move on here. Bear with me here, gang. I'm trying to set up for the giveaway at the same time, so bear with me. Uh, let's go. We're going to go to some familiar faces here. Lieutenant Commander Steve Oldman Col Colton, Colton, C-O-L-T-O-N, uh, Mark Hamill, uh, Shiver, what are you? It's Mark Hamill. You either know him as Luke Skywalker or the Joker. Take your pick. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough. What more needs to be said about Mark Hamill? <laughs> that, yeah, that's fair enough. And Star Wars, but yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> that little thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Mark Hamill, a hell of a career. Um, best known for his portrayal of Luke Skywalker in the original Star Wars trilogy. And the sequels that we don't like to talk about. He also <laughs> starred and co-starred in films Corvette Summer, The Big Red One, The King Kingsman, and numerous others. Uh, it's one of He's one of the actors that uh, there was... I think it was the 90s that people said there was a Star Wars curse. Uh, have you ever heard of Mark Hamill? And it's like, yeah, he's actually having quite a prolific career. Mm. Very true. Very true. It's, yeah. Yeah, Mark that Hamill. A long list of credits. Yeah, he, a tremendous uh. amount of credits. And it's interesting, You one of the things that you wouldn't think of, you would think that coming out of the Star Wars, and, and this is always kind of weird, right, because you get typecast. And But Mark is one of those people who took his fame or his notoriety or his career and moved it into that area of voiceover work, which was, you know, usually a lot of times you get so typecast, you can't get other gigs. You can't really think of a lot of quote unquote movies outside of Star Wars where when you, you know, you that Mark Hamill resonates in, but to your point, Shiver, you know, the voice for the Joker, you know, the Batman series, cartoon series, I mean, you know, right away, you know, people know who he is sometimes even more than that for later generations than for the Luke Skywalker kind of thing, you know? And then of course his career has kind of come full circle now from the Mandalorian and stuff where now, you know, we've had Luke Skywalker reintroduced in the last uh, prequels or the sequels uh, being reintroduced. So he's had an amazing career and still out oh, there. Oh, and of mm -hmm. course he was your character in uh, Wing Commander three and four. 
Yes. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, he's another one who had a, a long standing career with, with Chris Robert. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, great, great, great stuff there. And in fact, in fact, the Wing Commander series reintroduced him mm. to a whole generation of folks who That's did true. not really process how he was Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Um, and gave him a whole new sci-fi life in a new sci-fi series. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's true. You know, his character is called uh, Commander Christopher Blair. Do you know why they chose the name Blair? No. No. Because in Wing oh, Commander probably... 1 and possibly 2, the player character, you know, had this blue-black hairstyle and people just called him Blue Hair. So when they brought in Mark Hamill to portray him, they called him Blair. Wow. Blue Hair. Wow, piece of good trivia. Didn't know that. Okay. That's um, why he's here. That's why he's here. To drop those <laughs> there you go. You think it's useless now, but if you're ever in a pub quiz. <laughs> that's right. There you go. That's right. Listen, I'm, I'm thankful for that one. That's there you go. One. All right. And last but not least, Gary Oldman as Admiral Ernst Bishop. Uh, BBG, we'll put that one on you. Sure. Uh, Admiral Bishop Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman is a talented English movie star and character actor. Renowned for his expressive acting style, one of the most celebrated, one of the most celebrated thespians of his generation, with a diverse career encompassing theater, film, and television, he is known for his roles as Sid Vicious in Sid and Nancy, Drexel in True Romance, George Smiley in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, and Winston Churchill in Darkest Hour, among many, many others. For much of his career, he was best known as playing over-the-top antagonists such as terrorists Igor Karushinov in the 1997 blockbuster Air Force One, though he has reached a new audience with heroic roles in the Harry Potter and Dark Knight franchises. He is also a filmmaker, musician, and author. And this can go on forever. But if you remember him in as Lee Harvey Oswald in JFK, he mm -hmm. played Dracula in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm -hmm. He played... Uh, uh, Stansfield, the cop who said everyone. <laughs> and yeah, that, that I was going to say my, my 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 introduction for his first uh, my, my experience, my first big role was in, in the professional. Oh, the professional. He played uh, okay. Jean Baptiste Zorg in The Fifth Element. He played Beethoven in Immortal Beloved, and it goes on and on. Just prolific work. Yeah. Yeah, and the second one was Fifth Element. Yeah, I. You know what? I one of the roles I still enjoyed him in was as as a uh, uh, air force one uh he played the yeah. terrorist uh that was on the plane that that punched harrison ford for real harrison ford told him to hit me for real otherwise it will not look legitimate uh but yeah mm. oldman's a, oldman is a a great character actor different voices i was always funny to hear him when he speaks too because he never sounds like i'm so used to hearing him in other films and when he uses his natural voice, I'm kind of thrown off a little bit by it. Uh, but uh, hey, that's great. Um, and it's one of those things. He does a, a, great, a great American accent. Yeah, well, he does. <laughs> Absolutely. If you didn't yeah, know better, like, you I, wouldn't I, I know it. Sworn, like when I first saw him in, in the profession, I would have sworn he, 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 he was an American. Absolutely. No, He's absolutely. a dramatic Peter Sellers to me. Yes. It's anyone that he takes a role on. It's amazing how versatile he is going yep. from Dracula to being Mason Verger in Hannibal, mm -hmm. to being Commissioner Gordon. Amazing. Yep. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, I forgot about the Commissioner yeah, Gordon. I first, oh saw, him, yeah, right. I first saw him in, in uh, as Drexel in True Romance. 
And then mm. when I realized that this was the same guy that was playing Commissioner Gordon, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Could not believe that. Yeah. No, he's, he's but um, to bring it back, so oh, go different. Ahead. I was just saying he looks so different. Mm -hmm. It's such a transformation. It's just a, a tribute to his skill set. Yep. You know. Good FC. But to bring it back to Squadron Forty Two, he plays Admiral Ernst Bishop, and he's called you know. Uh, 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 no, well, it's funny that Mark Hamill is called the old man in this one, but I believe I believe his character is over a hundred years old in, in Squadron Forty Two. Really. Okay. Well, we're going to take a, so. we're going to take a quick look at that because we didn't. That's one person that we really didn't get a lot about. Uh, but we want you guys to see this. Um, we're going to close out on this, and then we're going to do our honorable mentions, and then after that, we're going to do our giveaway. By the way, there is the thing for the giveaway now. If you type exclamation point ticket, uh, that will get you into the giveaway for the UEE jacket and UEE hat combination that we'll be giving away today. So uh, punch that in if you can, and uh, we're going to let you guys take a look. At is this it video. ticket or ticket one? Is it say, whatever it says on the thing is what it is. If it says ticket one, okay. then that's it. But make sure you put that as one big thing, like ticket, ticket one. Make sure the one is next to it because we don't want you guys not to get in. If I said the wrong thing, I apologize. Ascart corrected me. It should be... Stream elements are saying... Whatever uh, stream elements says, that's what you do. Is it ticket one? Uh, exclamation ticket. Oh, well, I, I copied the early one. Griffin might have changed it. Hedge your bets. Type both. Yeah, type both. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank good you. Good point. There you go. Because I have. Yeah, I, good point. I have. I have twelve people in his entrance right now. So do ticket. You know what's fast cart? You do it for me real quick, and I'll tell you. Tell me which one you do. Either ticket or ticket one. Which one? Okay. Do it now. And I'll, I'll, I'm if you win. win after doing that fast cart. It doesn't count. Ticket one. Did that work? You did ticket one. Okay, it is ticket one. Exclamation point, ticket one. It is ticket one. All right, ticket exclamation one. point, ticket one, gang. Okay, if you did ticket, it's not going to be in there. So make sure you do. Does it need to be ticket one with one right next to it or with a space? Space. space with a one. space. All right, with a ticket space. space one. Exclamation point, space right. point one. Thank you. There we go, gang. All right, let's take a quick look at this video while you guys are punching that in. And then we're going to get ready to uh, move right along here. I had my video queued. Where is it? Uh, Turn that off. I gotta put this in the right place when it comes in. Yeah, if it says you have you have too many tickets, you're good. You have majority entered. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, this emergency session is called to order. Admiral Bishop, you have the floor. For 200 years, we have battled the Vandal. We have caught these attacks, raids, or skirmishes or incursions. But I am here to tell you that we are at war! Tiber, Orion, Caliban, Virgil, once Human systems are but abandoned in the face of the enemy. The Vandal are at our gates. Weapons bared while we, we hide and cower. Retreating as they burn and decimate everything around us. We cannot let the tragedy of Vega happen again. We cannot 
give the Vandal any more ground. To defend this empire, we must attack! And we have to be committed to that attack, whatever the cost may be. We have to rebuild our fleet. We have to use the power of human innovation to reclaim these so-called red systems and strike back at the enemy. This will not be an easy fight. It will cost us new resources and credits and lines. Well, some of you may be asking why undertake such a thing, and I, I can tell you in one word. Victory! For if there's one thing the Vandal has taught us, it's that without victory, there can be no survival! Think the 2016 part we can ignore <laughs> just a bit i don't want to spend a whole half hour talking about that <laughs> no 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 okay uh fast card said that was one of his favorite uh trailers that cig has uh has put out it is yeah, i adore cool. that one yeah yeah it's a very very cool i mean I, I came in 2014 so i think that was my that was my first you know Squad 43 trailer that I um got to experience because yeah. I've seen like the, the Cutlass commercial for Star, but that was Star Citizen stuff. It was the first one for Squad 42. Mm -hmm. I remember they did a big piece on the facial recognition before that too, you know, to show us how they were able to come up with that. And we know that they've enhanced it even more since then. Don't forget, guys, exclamation point ticket or ticket one. Either one works. I just tested it out just to make sure for the UEE jacket and hat. We did say we wanted to do some honorable mentions before we go to uh, Fastcart, uh, BBG, Shivers, anybody on the list? Because I mentioned to you guys earlier, and I'll show you once again, that the list on IMDB is huge, okay? This is the full cast listing uh, and the crew too, but this is all cast I'm showing you right now of all the people who are listed for Squadron 42. 
uh, whether they're doing motion capture or whether they're doing voice work. Uh, one in particular that the group mentioned earlier was Henry Cavill. Um, we know that the BBG, I'll go to you, Liz, if you don't mind reading that one on Henry Cavill. Uh, that would be great. I don't yeah. know if you've got time to get him up. <clears throat> get him up. Just pull him up. Another one that's all fucking younger than me. <laughs> Henry Henry William Dalgleish Cavill was born on the Ballywick of Jersey, a British Crown dependency in the Channel Islands. His mother, Mary Ann, housewife was also born on Jersey and is of Irish, Scottish, and English ancestry. Henry's father, Colin Richard Cavill, a stockbroker, is of English origin. Henry is the second youngest son with four brothers. He was privately educated at St. Michael's Preparatory School in St. Savior in Jersey before attending Stowe School in Buckinghamshire in England. His interest in acting started at an early age with school play renditions of Shakespeare's A, Midnight, a, a Midsummer Night's Dream and Sonny Lattieri in Greece. He also starred and directed Shakespeare's Hamlet in BBC documentary 40 Minutes. It was at age 17 when Henry was discovered by casting directors at school who were looking for a young boy to play Albert Mondego in The Count of Monte Cristo. He went on to star in Vendetta, Appear, appear in BBC's The Inspector Lindley Mysteries, the television film Goodbye, Mr. Chips, and the television series Midsummer Murders. I'm going to stop it there because he's, he's got a huge list here. <laughs> Just do me a favor. Name some yeah, of the I mean, You, may, you may know films. him as, as the Kryptonian Kal-El. Uh, oh, Superman. you're Superman. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You're funny, Fastcar. You're very funny. Yeah. Um, man of Steel. And you may know him as the man from Uncle um, in, the, in, the, in the movie The Man from Uncle, as mm -hmm. well as um, uh, the uh, one of the. Um, He's in uh, the Immortals. I didn't know. Villains that. next to Tom Cruise in, in one of the recent Mission Impossible films. Mm -hmm. Okay. Justice now, I don't know if Josh Tush has been being sarcastic, but yes, uh, he, he's another one who does American accent really well. Mm -hmm. so yeah, Superman is British. Yep. All right. Is there anybody else on the list you guys noted in particular? I know there was somebody you had mentioned. Wasn't, there, some, wasn't there someone else you mentioned off the cast? Another name or no? I think it was just Henry Cavill. Was it just Cavill? Okay. All right. Fast yeah. Cart, was there anybody that you saw in particular? I'm looking at right now, uh, Kate Kennedy, she was in Halo, uh, she played uh, Kai 125, but she played various voices in, in um, Squadron 42. Um, hold on, let me make sure I got the right one for Squadron 42. She played, no, she played the Anvil Aerospace AI. Now, I'm speaking of AI, um, I'm pretty sure most of the um, AI in Squadron Star Citizen probably get a, a, a credit in Squadron 42. Mm. Okay. Very cool. Kate Kennedy. All right. Um, looks like she was an no, anthem. No, that's Alex Martin. Alex Martin. That's Alex Martin. Alex My Martin. bad. Yeah. Okay. Alex Martin. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. There was one person here, Damson Idris, who I thought had a really interesting career of this film that he had done. Um, uh, Damson Idris is the British actor and producer born in 1991 in Peckham, South East London to Nigerian parents. He is the youngest of six children. His parents arrived in the UK in search of a better life. 
but he was raised by a single mother who instilled in him ambition and hard work from a young age. Being the young, youngest, he enjoyed uh, entertaining family and friends as obvious early on. I won't read all this, but I thought maybe this was the guy who was at the elevator who said he was a Marine. And I could be wrong, mm. but he favors him. And I thought maybe that's who that was because I was trying to figure out who that particular actress was. Because the fact that he I introduces mean, with himself... A name like, mm -hmm. With a name like that, he deserves to get a free address. He should be on there, guy. right? Yeah. Well, again, I'm, I'm hoping he this... He could is, already have it, right? Yeah, I'm curious if this was him, though, because... The fact that they introduced him and he gets a dialogue says to me that he's more there. You know, there are plenty of people that that our character walked past and didn't talk to. But this particular character, there was a conversation. He talked about being trained as a Marine, but had never seen action. So I'm wondering whether or not his character is going to build out more in the story later on. So we'll have to see where that goes. Okay. Okie dokie. Well, nobody has has anybody else extra that stands out. So we're yeah, gonna... there's a, oh, there's I got a couple, one. There's I a couple one. others real quick. There's okay. a couple others real okay. quick. All right. I'm listening. Uh, I'm listening. Gemma Whalen. Yes. Uh, yes. Gemma Whalen. Because her name came up at the end, right? If you right? watch The Game of Thrones, you'll know her as Yara Greyjoy. Yeah, the, yeah, the sister of Theon Greyjoy. Mm -hmm. uh, mm. She's look, It looks like she's playing a character uh, called Becca Farnway in, in the game. Mm -hmm. And she stood out to me in particular because in the Admiral Bishop video you just showed where we had that that circle that was cycling through names. Mm -hmm. Her name came up. Mm -hmm. Her name was her name came up, mm -hmm. right? So it made me think at some point she maybe had a prominent set of mm -hmm. a, a set of lines. Mm -hmm. You know, who knows how it'll end up in the end, but um, yeah. And then the other one was Harry Treadaway. Okay. Uh, and Harry Treadaway. I was looking at that one too. Yeah. Is that? Did you want to talk about that one, Fast Cart? No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Um, I know him only because um, I watched Penny Dreadful on Showtime, the show Penny Dreadful with Eva Green. And he played Dr. Victor uh, Frankenstein on that show. Mm. So he was the doctor uh, on that show. Uh, and he uh, is playing a character in Squadron 42 named Elias Langtham. Elias Langtham. So he stood out to me as well. I, I know we're running long, but real quickly, I want to say Alex Wilson Reagan. She plays the player, so she's probably the female mm. voice of the player. Mm. And ah, okay. she's she's in various video games. She's been in Assassin's Creed Origin, oh, yeah. uh, she, and she's also the female Inquisitor, 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 Inquisitor. Sorry, in Dragon Age Inquisition. Oh, okay. Very cool. So that she is the female player. The female voice, so the, right? Yeah, the end of the player. Okay. Very cool. Nice catch. All right. Okay, gang. Well, that's it on our IMD piece. We have 31 folks who have chimed in for the giveaway. <clears throat> Once again, we're giving away the UEE jacket and naval cap from uh, RSI from Robert Space Industries. For those of you who may be interested in that, we're going to get ready to do a countdown for that. And, uh, We'll see who our, our winner is, if everybody is in. And if I, if I win, I apologize. I, I know, yeah, I put no, one down for me too, so yeah, <laughs> won't be able to, we can't win, unfortunately. All right, let's go ahead and get ready to close this out. I gotta look at how to do this again. Jeez, we haven't done this in a little while. All right, everybody's in on the count. I'm gonna count down on the close out, close out in five, four, three, two, one. All right, we're closing the giveaway at this point. Here we go, ready for the draw. Uh, Shiver, you're here. Give us a give us a countdown from a three, two, one, please. Three, two, one. 
Boy Named Doll. Boy Named Doll. B-N-D. Are you are here? Are you here? Are you here? Let's see. Congrats if you are. People are giving you grats yeah, you gotta, already. You got to chime in. Let's see if you're here. Boy Named Doll. Disco Ninja says grats. Boy Named Doll. I don't see you yet. Ah, there I'm I here. Do. There we go. All right. Awesome. Well, congratulations on your winnings. If you would reach out to us via G, we can send to our email. Uh, you can send to soul citizens with an S at the end, SOL citizens at gmail.com. Please, for this particular item, you have to give us a mailing address. Whether you want to use your name here, that's fine, but we do need a correct mailing address to make sure this gets out to you. Also, be aware this is an RSI item. As you guys know, anytime you buy stuff off the marketplace on RSI, it depends on if it's in stock. And if they, and when they can get it out to you, we have no control over their shipping, but I will say is please don't forget to put in your size, please put in your size for both the jacket and the hat. I think the hat comes in general, but the jacket for sure. So we make sure we get the right thing out to you and we will get that out ASAP. RSI items takes months. It depends on what it is. <laughs> they've gotten better. It depends on what it is. Yeah, they've yeah. gotten much better. I actually ordered something recently and I got it within a week and I was totally in shock. Actually it was two items. One came in six days and the other one came like in nine days and i was totally in shock because i like said i'll forget yeah, I, about I, it i, mm -hmm. I reordered a, a t-shirt from from them because my old one which was like five or six years old developed a hole in it so i ordered a new one it came it came in about a week pretty quick yep they're pretty at least on that they're pretty quick the mugs and stuff and i ordered a mat and some other stuff came pretty fast boy named doll once again Dark scorpion are... says Dark scorpion said that the size is kind of small so you might want to up the size compared to what you, you normally wear yep thank you darth for passing that on as a good piece of uh, information uh boy named doll once again congratulations don't forget soulcitizens at gmail.com we always send out a message also to you to let you know when it's going out uh and uh after that we uh, hope we get to see you sporting it. Make sure you take a picture of it and send it to us. Let us know how good you look. Yeah, put it on like I put it on. Put it on like Fast Card and I today. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All righty. Well, we are wrapping it up. This show did go long. Gladestone, it's your fault because you said we were going to go over, and we did. Um, we didn't get to do our St. Jude challenge, but you guys already know about it. Uh, we once again want to say thank you guys for all of you who've been helping us out with the St. Jude challenge. Um, you know that we've been trying to raise uh, money. We have now completed our $2,000 milestone. So now it's the 3,000 milestone. You guys got to share the word. Let people know about it. Because at the $3,000 milestone, we're going to do our very first 12-hour live stream, BBG. 12 hours. And every one of y'all got to come on for an hour. I'm letting y'all know now. It's 12 of y'all. Everybody's <laughs> got to do an hour. Okay. We, we, you know? we, we, do have three, we have to we do have three questions for Q&A, but oh, we can get through them real, real we quick. We got them? Okay. Okay. We've got Let me finish this up then. So don't forget, uh, help us get to that $3,000 mark over the next month. We're going to do that 12 hour. We're going to have some guests come on. They're going to help us raise money because I know if we do the $3,000, it'll be easy to get to maybe even $5,000 over a 12 hour, 12 hour period. I know we'll be able to do that. If we get to five grand, we will be ecstatic and we're going to have special giveaways coming up for that as well. Uh, FC, go ahead. Why don't you drop the questions on us? What we got? Uh, so from Tavion, who said, do you think CID uses AI to get concept art for the planet or ship or anything else? I don't, not yet. Yeah, I, I, mean, I believe they said no so far, but yeah, they may change their mind. Yeah, I mean, they're, they've been using procedural generation as a place to start for a while, like most game companies. I don't, know that AI, I don't know that AI's gotten there yet. Um, and, and if there's even the need for it yet. Yeah. 
Yeah, Go I ahead, don't BBJ. think as a company they use it at all. Mm -hmm. I would not be surprised if artists didn't play with the tool. Right? Mm -hmm. um, it, it is fun to go on to mid journey and say, generate a brand new star citizenship for me and see what it comes up with. It is, it is very interesting yeah. to do those things. So I wouldn't be surprised if artists being artists wouldn't look and see what the tool does, but I don't think there's any official use of it by CIG at all. Yeah. And, and again, they, you, we've watched the art folks when they pull information from everywhere, both in traditional means, as well as high new tech means. So, you know, I don't think there's any harm in them using AI to assemble, particularly things like ships, right? Um, but at the same time, because their ships have to actually be functional, I know a lot of people don't think about this. Um, and I've been thinking about this more and more because, you know, we ask, well, why does it take so long to do a ship? If they tell you it takes six months, eight months to do a ship. It's not the artwork that's designed in it. It's the actual, the ship has to actually function for lack of a better term. You know, the, the stuff that we see when a ship blows up and you see the pipes and all that stuff in there, that's not cosmetic. CIG is saying that those pipes and stuff will all actually be maybe carrying electricity through one, oxygen through another, fluids through another, whatever it is, that that all has to be put into a ship. So if you AI design something without it actually having some way of form of function that actually is meaningful, that can work for components and everything else, metrics for our height, there's a lot there. So sure, you maybe can get it to get a shape, you know, just to get a general idea, but eventually they're gonna have to go back to many of the hand custom design things that they have to do in order to make ships really work within the universe. So. But yeah, like you said, BBG, no no harm using it to try out some stuff, right? No big deal. But uh, uh, FC, what's the next one? Okay, this is number two of three. So this is from Kavion again. Um, this is for Shiver specifically. Uh, I bet Shiver does an amazing Michael Caine impression. Do you do a Michael Caine impression, Shiver? My name is Michael Caine, and I am a nosy neighbor. The other day, I was watching that Gladys Orthwaite fall down the stairs, and it took three days until someone finally came in and checked on her. Sometimes <laughs> I utterly despair at the state of the human race. Not bad. Not bad at all. That's great. I would, That's I, I, I would actually would prefer to hear you read a line from Batman as Alfred, and then I would have been really even more impressed. Maybe next time we'll get you to do that instead, but it was what, pretty good. What's the point of doing all those bloody push-ups if you can't even move a bloody log, Master, you Bro go. Master Bruce? There you go. There you go. There you go. And what's our last one, Fast Cart? Our uh, last one from Kevin on again. Uh, what would you like to see in the Squadron 42 collected collected if there is one? What would you like to see in the two collected edition? Because I know we get the, um, we, have, we do have a physical packet, and it, we get the green um, box and the silver box. I and, think Fast well, Cart, that was 12 we, we years ago. Then, they, they, they coming up with some whole other yeah. level stuff he's talking about. He ain't talking about no CD-ROM mm -hmm. and no USB drive. So he's asking what you want to see <laughs> in the collector's edition. Yeah, so in the game, they have a manufacturer called Takuetsu. And that manufacturer generates replica figures mm. um, in mm. the game. I'd wow. love to see those, some of those replica figure replica figures in that type of package. So physicalized Van Duel and Recon Marines. Yeah. Um, maybe positioned one against the other, and then something, um, you know, along those lines that's physical that isn't produced anywhere else ever again for any other reason ever, right? Whether in-game or out of game, mm. uh, particularly with this first run of collector's editions for the first time that the thing is being sold. 
Yeah. Right. So I don't know what that would be, but something like that. When I bought Battlefield and when I bought um, Elder Scrolls Online, they had full size statuettes that were about this big. They were huge, you know. And I and I and I wanted uh, I really I wanted it. It was at least eighteen to twenty four inches in size. It was big. I mean, it comes in a huge box. Would I buy for something like that in Star Citizen? Absolutely. You know, anything like that. Look at what happened with Starfield. They put out an actual watch, right? A real watch, three hundred bucks, and they flew out the door. You know. So I think if CIG, if they come up with a Moby glass, people would freaking buy that sucker in a heartbeat, probably. Uh, but I agree. Oh, yeah. I think I think if they do something within lore like that, like you said, BBG, that would be something that people would definitely snatch up. Shiver, what about you? Is there any item, virtual type like of real item that you would go for in a collector's edition? I think BBG uh, nailed it around the head. I want full resin statues of Vandal or mm. Old Man or or ships. Mm. I, I maybe mm. maybe we we. We could get some little mini games going, and I can paint some myself. And yeah, I, I can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, remember, they, remember, remember, Shiver. Remember back in the day, they did the diecast uh, constellation. Remember that it went for like a hundred yeah. bucks or something mm. like that, and people snatched those up. They disappeared. Wasn't wasn't there a, an, a bit of an issue with one of the nacelles on that though? A lot of people got them, and they were broken. Some people had problems with shipping. Yes, I, I don't know what it was, but there was some issue with shipping where people did complain about stuff being broke. It might have been in the cells because the oh. way that was designed. But people snatched them up at seventy-five bucks or a hundred bucks a pop. Oh. And those things came out. FC, what about you? Any particular? Yeah, any particular item that you would like to see in a collector's edition? I'm good with the with the with the physical package that, that, that I got. I'm looking forward to the USB, and I'm, I'm and we we are going to get a, an, an an ancient relic called a CD um <laughs> a, a CD disc for the soundtrack. So I I, I don't know what 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 I'm going to play, play that on, but yeah, I, I'll manage somehow. I'm definitely not going to use it as the as a coaster. That's for sure. I think you're going to get. <laughs> I think they're going to combine your gift into a USB with MP3s on it, and I think that's what you're going to end up getting in the end. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Okay, those are great questions, guys. Thank you all so much uh, for being here today. Uh, once again, thank you guys for, once again, helping us reach our goal. We actually ended tonight a little over $2,000, if I'm not mistaken. When I looked last time, we were at 2025 yeah, All right, and we're still there. Okay, so thank you, guys. We've got another 975 to go, and we can do it. We can do it. <laughs> we really appreciate you guys. Special thank you to Shiver Bathory, our good friend who's been with us and supporting us with the folks from Relay since the very, very beginning. Uh, special thank you to him, especially because he has to do this at brutal hours. He's over in Asia, and uh, but he finds time to hang out with us. So thank you again for being here. Love you as always, Shiver. To BBG Thanks and Fastcart, my buddies, thank you guys for being here tonight. I have no idea who Fastcart has us set up to raid. Oh. I, I would, That's because he was so caught up and um, completely forgot that he was supposed to be looking for <laughs> rain for yeah, us. Yeah, I was looking up table of horrors. My bad for Shiver. But uh, oh, I'll, 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 I'm going to let no. I'm going to let I'm going to let Shiver talk about that. Shiver, would you mind giving us a plug both for table and for relay, please? Um, relay is a trio of people that get together usually once a week and we're no longer as professional as we once were <laughs> which is saying a lot uh we're certainly not as up to the game as soul citizens uh but we have a laugh 
Mm-hmm. Apparently, Eris is going to talk about his favorite traffic lights on the podcast <laughs> for some reason. Uh, but yeah, w- once a week over on twitch.tv slash relay underscore SC, uh, we-, we try to talk about the game. Uh, and then over on twitch.tv slash table of horrors, gratuitous product placement, uh, we play Shadow Run Mondays 2230 UTC and Fridays 2230 UTC. Uh, we have Shadow Run game and Vampire the Masquerade game. And I think in this month, maybe we've got a few specials coming up. And then next month, we've got more specials coming up. Uh, if you like TTRPGs, I know there's a small overlay, but. Shiver, if you don't mind me asking, how long have you guys been doing Vampire now, Masquerade? How long has that been running? Uh, on or off stream? On, I mean, I mean, how long have you been streaming it? How long have you been streaming it now? It's been a good little time now. Oh, God. 2020, I think we started. Well, twenty was it 2019 we started? No, it must have been 2020 we started when I had real internet. Yeah. Well, you guys check them okay. out. If you're, ever, if you're into the whole Vampire Masquerade franchise, check them out. They do a really, really great job. So Yeah, sure I, I, and in. I put both links in, in chat. So go ahead and give, give them a follow and click the notification. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you, guys. Again, it's been a long night. We are whew, 48 minutes over. We're going to let you guys go. Uh, we're going to send you over to Abdi Johan. Abdi is one of our sole citizens. If you guys haven't been over there to check out Abdi, he does a really cool way of handling Star Citizen where he does artwork and all this other cool stuff. Give him a like, give him a follow, if nothing else, before you check out for the evening. I know it's late, it's Sunday night, but really support him if you can. Once again, to all of the folks who are here tonight, thank you. And uh, to CIG, thank you for Squadron 42. We're looking forward to it in CitizenCon. CitizenCon, CitizenCon. Let me rock you, CitizenCon. That's all I want to do. CitizenCon, let me rock you. We're running late, fast car. We're running late. We're running late. Thank you. You guys have a good night. And as always, peace, love, and soul. We'll see you soon. Take care. I hit the wrong button. I didn't talk about next week's show. Let me tell you guys real quick about the show. Next week, R Corp System Tools. We're going to be doing the system tour in R Corp next Sunday. You guys, make sure you guys, if you want to know more about our series that we're doing called System Tours, you guys can check that out. That'll be next Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Y'all already know about our other two shows. <laughs> Peace, love, and soul. We'll see you guys later. Have a good night. <laughs> Best card. I'm going to kill you. You made me push the wrong button too soon. <laughs> <laughs>